Hello, and welcome to the Saladcast on Sunday, the 24th of February, 2019. I'm your host, Dan Train. Joining me today is Zachary Burgess. On a wagon, or a train, possibly. And Robert Kemp. So, one of your cousins, Dan. Oh, no, wait, yeah, that's right. Dan is on the train, obviously. Dan train. I am the train. <laughs> <laughs> he is the train, yeah. Yeah. We're just attached to him. <laughs> We're dragged behind him. Well, that's how the podcast is meant to work, yes, in theory. Dan, Dan is absolutely driving this podcast. I mean, trains definitely predate the variety powered by steam, etc. Right? You've got wagons. Wagon and then, trains. Yeah. There's probably other trains kinds of trains. These trains aren't powered by the wagons, right? A train, I think, is just things no, in a, a long line wagons. of travelling, right? Yeah. They're not even attached to each other. It's just, a, just a, a line of wagons, really. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. A steam train is a train powered by steam. A wagon train is... <laughs> no. Actually, there are no steam trains, are there, I suppose? There's just steam locomotives that pull trains, right? Oh. Well, it's the locomotives oh, and the wagons become a train. Become a train, <laughs> yeah, when you connect it together. <laughs> So you could have a steam-powered rag- steam wagon train if you really wanted to, like, attach your traction engine to a whole bunch of wagons and pull them. I guess. Is it a wagon train if you just had a load of, like, wagons riding? In a line? Yeah, like, yes, it is. I, I mean, I know it's like, a, is, is that what it actually is? Yes, like, yeah. Not just a convoy? No. Well, it's kind of the same. I, I mean, don't know yeah, what the difference like between a convoy yeah. and a train is. It's just a different word that someone used at some point. Yeah. I think they were de- definitely referred to as trains rather than convoys, like the wagon trains on the Oregon Trail, right, going to the west yeah, in, in, in America. America. But, I mean, that must predate that Train period. Trains. Yeah. Yes. Well, not by much, though, probably. Well, I don't know. I mean, that's probably the way you carry supplies, right? Right, right back to, like, ancient times is, like, on trains of wagons, right? What else are you going to use? Slaves. Train slaves. Slave trade. <laughs> slave, maybe slave trade maybe they just weren't like enough easily available wagons up to that point to form a train. Like, mm. like you had maybe one wagon, not like a whole shit ton of wagons. <laughs> right, right. But if you had a shit ton of like soldiers in your army and uh, like horses, cavalry or something, wouldn't you want to bring like equipment and stuff and tents and things along with the army when you're moving? Surely you'd need some kind of train going on. Don't maybe. know. How did how did logistics work in medieval times or even Roman times or even ancient Greek horse, times? Horse trains. I mean, I guess they had horse some trains. kind of convoy slash train. Underground pork pie conveyor belts. <laughs> God damn it! That's an old reference. Our own podcast. What? <laughs> I mean, that that's quite fast technology. Sections of your. I mean, to be fair, like the Romans had some pretty weird, like aqueduct systems and stuff. I'm sure they should could have sorted out pot pie conveyance <laughs> systems. Yes, I mean canals. <laughs> canals. Canals. <What? laughs> is, 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 what is that even a reference to? <laughs> canals. This <laughs> is just my like like interjection for the for the podcast. Just like whenever it's something, yeah, there's a bit of silence that I don't fully understand. Just go. But, you know, canals. <laughs> canals are a bit inflexible. You kind of have to build them in your own country, right? You can't really... You're going on <laughs> yeah, some military true. campaign. Well, really... I mean, it's not unheard of, right? Where people just sort of 
go to, well, whilst they're in the middle of invading, they sort of build, build their way go. across. Yeah, that's true. Like those supposed boat roads? I forget where that is. Where they like boat used, roads. They made like a... Someone had built a road so they could put rollers on it to roll boats across a bit of land they could right. sail over or something. Yeah, totally. Or sail around. <laughs> that happened. <laughs> kind of. Definitely. But canals, <laughs> but not a train. Sadly, all about trains. Train of boats. Boat you train. could have, but that's not called. That's definitely a convoy, though, isn't it? Like, I don't yeah. know what happens. Can you get like at that point? It's not really going to work on a canal if it's got any locks, because you'd have to wait for them all to go through, like individually. That'd be, I suppose you have to anyway. Queue for the locks. Like, is that just why they made the boats long? <laughs> You don't want to try and put multiple boats in the same lock. You just have one big long boat instead. One long one. Yeah. I suppose that makes sense. Yeah. If you make it too long, it can't go around the corners. Although then they fuck that up by making it so that in like a lot of the locks, you can fit two long boats next to each other. (laughs) Yeah. They didn't also make it wide. They only made it long. That's so that you have actually room to turn them, though, presumably, in the in the non-lock part of the canal i guess i don't know you could still make the locks really thin right why are they narrow yeah yeah but some locks are narrow right and can only fit one i don't don't think i've ever seen one that was thin enough that i'd say you couldn't fit two i think they mostly were always at least too wide from what i remember hmm I'm sure we can improve on the efficiencies of Victorian canal systems on our podcast. I guess maybe it would make it slightly more efficient because if you had two boats coming in the opposite directions, one could be going out whilst the other one was going in, like simultaneously. Yeah, that makes sense. So one the need for locks completely by giving everyone a jet ski. (laughs) No, you shouldn't. You just ramp it. (laughs) Ramp it. What, literally have ramps? Uh, So yeah. You and then, go fast enough, you just... just so they're two separate bits of water like that are on different levels. And <laughs> yeah. then one, one of them has a ramp at the, at the end of it. Uh, and you have to sort of clear it and evil can evil it to the next... Yeah, if you, go, if you go in the other way, it's just a slightly less sick jump. <laughs> okay. I mean, could work. It's quicker. Efficiency. <laughs> It's only quicker if you're capable of going quicker. That's like the main yeah. problem here. Oh well, yeah, you just make better boats, mate. Have some fat engines on that. I mean, if you make the boats that good, they could just fly. But they're going. <laughs> they don't need a canal. Where we're going, we don't need canals. Indeed. Imagine if the uh, time machine in that film was actually a boat. I mean, they made it train and a car. They yeah, could have done a boat. exactly. They missed out on the whole waterborne Actually, aspect. like, do even, like, the fastest of boats go, like, 88 miles per hour? Well, speedboats, probably, yes. I would um, say they probably do. But 88's really fast it's on really water. It's really fast, yeah. yeah. You're not going to yeah. get a canal boat up to 88 miles an hour. <laughs> even if it was, like, even if you imagine it being modern, like, hella modified, like, the steam train. I don't think you'd be able to get a canal boat to go 88. No. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like, Donald Campbell in Bluebird or whatever reached 88 miles an hour, but he saw some serious shit. So, yeah. <laughs> that's probably not good. 
I think they just um they're restoring that, aren't they? Because they fished out of the lake yeah. a while hmm. back. But yeah, yeah, it doesn't seem sensible to go that fast in the presence of water, unless you're a hovercraft. Yeah, even then they're not that fast, are they? Hovercraft? Well, no, regular hovercrafts aren't that fast, though. No. But it would probably be easier to make one that could theoretically go 88. Because mm, you're not worrying about contacting the water at all. Or steering. Yes, you only need to go in a straight line. You'd have to be pretty big to be stable. The size of the skirt would have to be pretty large. I guess there's those crano plans, aren't they? That's the GT way, isn't it? To use, yeah. They're basically flying, though, aren't they? They're like kind of. Yeah. They're using like wing wing in ground effect, where being closer to the surface gives you more lift. Uh, but they're basically jet planes, so that's kind of cheating. <laughs> hmm. I still think they're kind of cool, though. The Caspian Sea monster, giant Russian boat plane thing with cruise missiles. So incredibly useful. <laughs> yeah. It's well, the Metal Gear of its age. It's very, I mean, that was in Metal Gear, right? They they well, put yeah. it into Metal Gear, didn't they? Because it was so Metal Gear. They put it in, like, Metal Gear Solid 3, I think. I don't know if it's been in a nice combat yet. It probably has. It probably has, yeah. <laughs> but Although I guess that fun it doesn't fight. normally go very close to the ground yeah. until the more recent ones. Oh, you People are saying good things about that new like... Ace Combat, I noticed. Which is interesting. Yeah, I I got the general vibe that it's the same as they always are. Y- y- well, yeah, and that if you want some <laughs> well, good dog fighting, it's there. Um, but that's all there is. It's like it's like not massively yeah. inventive. It's like it's a no. bit of a radio play for some of the story stuff, you know. Totally, just happen, it always was, which is yeah. a, which is a bit of a Japanese trait now in games. That just in general, it's like things happen whilst you're doing other things, and you never yeah. see that other stuff. Um, and the cutscenes are supposed to be perhaps that little too introspective I suppose the characters talking to themselves oh. about about their feelings yeah but that's about that's what that game is about though really about their feelings we want bombastic crazy set pieces no you, that's what the gameplay part's for you, want, you have the ridiculous gameplay and the ridiculous bit in a completely different way story <laughs> I, want, I don't want people to be introspective I want them to have like verbal arguments with each other <laughs> that be in each other's faces <laughs> Be crazy that way, yeah. Like Maverick and Iceman getting annoyed with each other in this locker room or something. Goose, <laughs> goose. Apparently, they've changed. They changed the name of um, Carol Danvers' cat in um, Captain Marvel to be Goose. I think it was originally it was Chewbacca <laughs> was the name of the cat. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, but Disney could keep that name. Yeah, true. But no uh, one likes Star Wars. Okay. <laughs> 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 well, well, China don't like Star Wars, that's for sure. <laughs> China don't care. <laughs> China don't care, but they do care about Marvel, apparently. So, Why don't China care about Star Wars? What's happened there? They, ne- they never have, ever. And no, they, too Western. Yeah. Do they, uh, but but they like use... space, right? Chinese like space. Sure, I mean, they've, I was just reading they've launched more satellites than the US last year. <coughs> but, uh, yeah, apparently they don't care about Star Wars and never did. So, which never used to be a problem until China became like a massive market for movies. Hmm. 
weird. And that's why it, in Rogue One has that ridiculous pair of characters with the kind of monk guy, Donnie Yen, <laughs> and his like Chinese um, um, uh, fiction trope, like berserker dude uh, friend. Right? What, it's like, you, what is it that's supposed to be? Like, it's like, we really desperately need to break yep. this market. How do yep. we do it? That's why they're there. <laughs> I mean, they were cool enough. I mean, right, the but... do, uh, Donnie Yen was quite good. But the, mm. the other guy was a bit superfluous. Like, I mean, I don't want to necessarily play the race card or anything, but is that why the, the sisters in the last film were there? Right, yeah. Uh, I mean, what, uh, Rose Tito or whatever. Yeah, I mean that's that's not exactly. I mean, I, I really hope not. But now nope. you've said that you said that they're trying to well, pierce China. I can't yeah. help but think. But she's not. She's American, isn't she? That actress. Like, I don't. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. But, but you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, I guess. I guess they, there never was much representation because Star Wars started out like super white. And then in with the, the, I don't think there were any black people in the first Star Wars film. And then they were like, "Oh shit!" and put well, Lando apart from in the guy there. that voiced Va- voiced Vader. Oh yeah, that's true. Purely a voice, yeah. <laughs> Not any um, main characters, maybe. <laughs> there might have been some background dude at some point. No, I don't think they were because all the background characters were like extras from England in 1977. <laughs> um, so that, I don't think there. Are, uh, I don't know. I think I'm maybe. I think I'm getting confused with spaceballs here, and it's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that. Oh no, wait. Oh no, yeah, yeah, you're thinking of those dudes yeah. on the bridge. Yeah, I yeah. can picture that quite easily. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, they tried to fix it by casting Billy Dee I mean, Williams in, in Empire, which is awesome. But still, no um, Asian characters, and now it's like a kaleidoscope. Every single race possible in Star Wars now, which which is great. It makes a whole lot more yeah, sense. It does. Yeah. But like, if you look at Star Trek, but they've made me a cynic had, like... about it. <laughs> I know, but it's Disney. Just think about it. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's not even cynic. It's like it's the same thing with like you know the whole controversy about Battlefield Five and all that, where it's just like, yeah, everyone's just trying to play that maneuver, and it's just like, no, just don't. <laughs> Five, what I mean, the female thing. Yeah, and like all the all the representation and right, he's the yeah. disabled character and all this. And like, like, I don't th- like this with the Star you can't thing. Succeed it's like, at that. Like, if you don't do it, people are going to call you out for not doing it. If you do do it, people are going to call you out for doing it. It's just like, just, <laughs> but not doing it is surely the better option because it's more convenient. <laughs> I don't know. I think the thing that annoys me about the Rogue trying. One thing is not that they the these. Um, it, it, that they're played by a certain people. I think that's obviously great. Like, just take the characters that you want, have a diverse cast playing them, but don't put mm. in characters that are purely designed to target, you know, the actual character itself is designed to target the market rather than, mm. like, just the act the casting yeah, yeah. being diverse, which is totally great. Anyway. Yes. I think I might hate that film now. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't really like it. Well, more than you already did, no, you mean? <laughs> no, no. Rogue, Rogue One's all right. I like it's it. It's okay. Yeah, I just, yeah. yeah. Oh. And the first Mexican, right? The dude, the, the, the like, it's like super diverse. <laughs> yeah, but it's not the world's happiest Mexican. Mm. No, that's true. Right, let's not talk about more Star Wars. <laughs> we did that already. What else yeah. have we got to chat about? I did get into a conversation about 
I did get into a conversation about comparing the uh, that was it the, the chase in Star the last Star Wars film, you know, the chase, quote yeah. unquote, you know, in, the, in the ships uh, to Battle Stars thirty three, <laughs> or was it thirty three? Is that what it was called? Anyway, the, you know, that second episode of the entire Bloodman series, and uh, where it's like, yeah, Battle Star did it good, Star Wars did not. Uh, oh, I see. The chase, yeah, because that was brilliant, that first episode. I think that won an Emmy, didn't it? That first episode of the of Battlestar. After oh, yeah, it was the first non-pilot episode, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, they did it brilliantly. Yeah. They could have done it like that, where they kept jumping. It would have been more frightening, I think, rather yeah, you than slow you speed. Well, in the conversation we were having, it's like you kind of wanted to see them getting run down by it because that was the whole point of the Empire doing this, right? They were yeah. supposed to be like wearing them down and everyone's looks fine. She's <laughs> just like, yeah, we're just... We're I just... mean, they blew off all the other ships. Yeah. They had those blow off occasionally. Even though, you know, space physics and all that. <laughs> space physics. You shouldn't dramatically suddenly slow down when your engines turn off. That's not how space works. Oh. It is in Star Wars. They have they have the same space as Eve does. Jelly space. Jelly space. Depends by what mad space magic they're deciding to make their engines work. <laughs> what flavor of space magic do we have today? Mm, man, I just want to watch Battlestar now. <laughs> yeah, I might have made that mistake. Never mind. I can't even. This is a worrying thought. I couldn't remember what the music for Battlestar was, and I, all I remembered was that drumming during the like yeah space fights. But then, while I was trying to think of what it sounded like, the start of the Yu-Gi-Oh theme tune came <laughs> into my head. Nice. What is wrong with me? <laughs> Memes is what's wrong with you, basically. <laughs> The internet is sucks. <laughs> I don't. It doesn't really. Oh no! It has because it has that sort of weird. <laughs> sort of, you know that sort of. I don't know. Yeah. That 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 warbly string or is it a string or is it some kind? I don't even know what it is, but it's that that sort of tone. And I'm like, oh, Battlestar do that, but it's like, but then I just went to Yu-Gi-Oh in my head. That, that beat drops. <laughs> it's bad, thank you. I mean, they kind of both are. Like the Battlestar one is okay, but it's the drum part that's the important part, right? Mm. <laughs> but like weird <laughs> with this like choral singing and stuff. It's like okay, skip this part and get to the exciting drums. <laughs> it's time to do 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 Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's one of those theme tunes where it's just just like they just randomly did things. <laughs> so like it's not it just randomly changes style and like halfway through for no apparent reason. It's a little bit like Charlie Sloth now that I think about it. Yeah. But then probably you never even hear the whole thing. Like it's probably a shortened version of like a thirty second so that kind of intro where like you get used to hearing the cut down version and then when you actually hear the full one you're like Oh yeah, shit! There's always other bit. It's <laughs> mm. probably a rap in there somewhere. <laughs> Excuse me for a can opening sequence. Well, oh, actually, that's pretty... apart from Rob cannot open a can. Well, I cut my nails. That's pretty damn solid. There we go. There. Is it time for the news? Yes. What do we got? News is it? I'm drinking a can. 
news. Uh, well, like shortly after our last podcast, a Nintendo Direct happened. Yeah, it sure is. Exciting times. Kind of. It's like Nintendo's mini E3s. But, but you, might have told, you might have guessed from Zach's uh, kind of. It wasn't all that of an interesting one. Was it an even okay one? Like, it, was, like, we... it wasn't even all that interesting for the one thing that it was meant to mostly be about. Which was? Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem. Three oh. houses. Even for I mean, that, that, it wasn't that interesting. Got the, that got the longer segment. Well, that was the time. one that was yeah. in the like title of the presentation or whatever. It's the Nintendo Direct featuring Fire Emblem. When they call out the name of the game specifically, that means that's like this is the main. This is going to be dead in the middle of this thing and take up the most amount of time. Yeah, like Mario Tennis Aces did yeah. when they were talking about that and how Smash. Well, they had Smash Directs, I suppose. They didn't really. Yeah, I guess they kind of skipped having and having it in any of the other directs. But they've done that. They did that for Splatoon as well. I think. Yeah. Like, when two was relatively new. But yeah, it wasn't even very well. The trouble with the Fire Emblem thing was that, well, from my perspective anyway, the trouble with the Fire Emblem thing was they basically showed about five seconds of the actual gameplay and the entire rest of the time they just spent talking about the lore and the, like, school tutoring system that you have to, you know, relationships between your units and all that stuff. It was not a good presentation. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not too big on my Fire Emblem anyway. But this did nothing to make make it look like a game I actually wanted to play. It's like the actual mm. like I come for the strategy part, yeah, right? exactly. Uh, if I was going to, and it's like they showed so little of it, it just puts even more of a like nail in the coffin of Advance Wars because when the when the producer of Intelligent Systems was like, I could work out how to put relationships into Advance Wars, so we started making Fire Emblem instead, and now it's like, and now we've forgotten how to make a strategy games entirely, so we're just making a dating oh. simulator. <laughs> <laughs> does seem, seem a little like that, yeah. God damn it! They should just split the series, just make two new franchises, like, like, or maybe, well, maybe you bring back Advancers to just do the strategy, and then you go and have Fire Emblem as a pure management game, no actual strategy game at all, just relationships, me dating, yeah. They must know anyway. people want Advance Wars, or is it just really just us that wants it? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think we're alone. No. I, re- I really don't. But It's like, I, and sometimes it's like I Fire think, yeah, it's hard to tell moment. if it's just us or whether it's, like, like Jet Set Radio Future, or, like, is it just mm-hmm. us that wants that, or is there loads of people who want that? It's hard to know. <laughs> no, there's definitely a fan base for Jet Set Radio Future that are ravenous for a remake mm. or, a, or a re-release of some kind. Um, that definitely exists. Mostly, I only see it mostly because of the Hideki Naganuma links on Twitter. Oh yeah, right, <laughs> naturally. And it does seem pretty much constant. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, but that's always like that on the internet. It's like any kind of obscure thing you'll have is just this con- consistent amount of people. They'll always be there saying, "We want more of this." Let's just the future. Come on, future two. Bring it back, Sega. I kind of want an actual proper good Tony Hawk game as well. Now <laughs> it's time. I know it's never going to happen now because they split no. up. But like, did they on. put out a mobile game? Yep, like, yeah, well, in the last made, month though, or something, yeah. it was rubbish. Yep. Yeah, well, 
That's well, why I was watching the quick look. Really I was like, because obviously, Giant Bomb did a quick look of that. Obviously, yeah, somehow, <laughs> <laughs> somehow, uh, and it was like, oh man, I could actually do with playing Tony Hawk. That was a good game back in the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, that game, the mobile game, did look bad, but it kind but, of always looked better than Five. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> it looked like a more functional game than Five, possibly. But it was clearly like not actually a Tony Hawk's game. It was a other skating game with Tony Hawk shit and Brendan stuck on it. What's the best way to, to play? Like, three. can I get a good emulator for three? What What would you? Which GameCube, version would so you? Get? You should would be able you, to run that on Dolphin. Would you, would you emulate GameCube or or what's the best version? GameCube. I it got a PlayStation Two release. Yeah, right. So you, yeah. so you could Xbox. do it that way. Well, Xbox emulation is still <laughs> still bad. Not okay. still not good. Um, so either I mean the PlayStation 2 emulation is pretty good and GameCube for the most part is now pretty good Mm. so either of those those options are probably doable worth looking out but you know we assume we had the GameCube version so go that road for for legal reasons go that way (laughs) put the actual disc in the GameCube and play it well that too well yeah I know, but you don't, but you know, Dan doesn't have a Wii or a GameCube hanging about. It is no, I don't. Not on my phone. So yeah, do it that way. Even better, you could plug your. You could get the best of both worlds and play the GameCube version with your PS4 controller. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, completely. You could do that. I could definitely do that. Although the music from Tony Hawk's too, though. Well, yeah, yeah. Free had free was pretty good. What was that Tony Hawk's HD collection? Was that two and three, or was it just one and two, or something? I, I don't think it had all the music two. license, though, did it? No, it definitely didn't. So that kind of screws that. Yeah, like the Jet Set Radio remake. No Jurassic Five in that, apparently. Oh, what? I haven't played it yet, but I've got a copy, so we'll see at some point. <laughs> Yeah, because I had to improvise on all the uh, mission briefings or the, some of the cutscenes, and it's like, oh, no, can't have that. So, yeah, we were talking about Nintendo Direct there for a moment. Yeah, for a moment. <laughs> for, for a moment. <laughs> well, they opened with Mario Maker 2. Yep, they did. So, Which so, was really the only other important thing. Yeah. And that, that's to... the obvious thing, right? I mean, oh, yeah. It makes total sense on Switch, so let's do it. Yes. Awesome. And it's a full blown sequel, right? It's two, yeah. it's not like a port. Well, it's, yeah, it's everything from the first with some new stuff. Well, Great. Well, we assume it's everything from the first, but I mean... They haven't really talked yeah, they about haven't it. actually said anything. They've only put the trailer up, but it looks like everything they've done before. It looks like they've added well, they have like fixed camera levels and... They haven't shown anything of original Mario Brothers skin yet. There was none of that in that oh, trailer. Oh, right, you're right, yeah. They were basically focusing on world, mostly. Yeah. Um, but Cat Mario's there. Yes, and the 3D world stuff. But But there's not 3D. No. Unless it is, Unless that'll be the secret. The secret late reveal. But yeah. I doubt it. <laughs> that would probably be a bit too hard. That would be really cool if they did that. <laughs> if they, like, because it would be relatively. Well, it would be block based, yeah. yeah. You could just build a level theoretically like that. That would be really cool if they did that, <laughs> but I don't think they will. No. But you never know. But yeah, good to have it back. I wonder if they're going to keep the network of Mario Maker levels from the original 
Yeah, people have been wondering about whether the, whether you could just, or whether they've like already changed too much of like physics and pat bug fixes and stuff that might just break a lot of those levels from on, the original. On a sort of related note, I hear people like who have been playing the Dreams Beta or something are pretty hype on it. <laughs> yes, well, there's, there's always going to be a certain amount of people that are hype about that, but it's a, yeah. it's the classic. Problem, it's like the same problem as Little Big Player has, where it's like you need very insane people to make shit for it, but then yeah. like that is a very limited pool of people. <laughs> in, in fairness, it just depends how good the content that Media Molecule are putting in there themselves are. It's like it needs that starting point, and well, which will be nice. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's like what how I felt about the first two Little Big Planets. It's like they were good games with this extra stuff. Yeah, I guess. Uh, uh, what else we got? Smash version three <laughs> update. I was momentarily excited by the fact that Smash patched the other day, but it was only like two point zero one. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> but, what did they say? What they were adding in three, or they were just no? They coming? still haven't revealed it. They right. were like, here's we're making a patch, and we're we're pointing out that we're making a patch, which means it has something important in it. It's not just balance, or at least that's my assumption. <laughs> right. Uh, but they were, they did say that Joker. The Persona character is coming in April. Or well before the end of April. Yeah. <laughs> so presumably in April. April. Yeah. Or it could come in March. Who knows? Mm. <laughs> it does mean that the the like fighter release schedule is fairly slow. Well, they've got what five to get through by twenty twenty. So I mean, by twenty no well, just this year. They've got five this year, have they? So it's Well they did say they said to do it every two and a half months then. Well they said the the last one would be if you look at like the fighter pass it says the whole of it will be out by sometime in 2020 so okay not an unspecified amount of 2020 so it could be like three months between each character i guess uh yeah so they they at least told us that uh captain toad is getting getting both a free update a free co-op update to uh to to the switch version and a new paid Single player DLC pack coming as well. Mm. Uh, so it's, I mean, I, think, I, I guess the surprise is that they're supporting that game at all. <laughs> well, like, I mean, they so already late. made this whole remake of it. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, but it's quite a long time since they both re-released it and since the original, and now they're doing more content. It's like that's kind of interesting. But I think they like them. it. I think they just like making those puzzles. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, every, and you know the people that play Captain Toad are like, like it, yeah. big on it. Yeah, it's it's a it's a cool thing. Uh, Bloodstained, the the full Bloodstained, got a release date of summer, so not a release date at all, really. No, that game looks. Am I not alone here? But that game looks kind of bad. Oh, like there's something about the 2.5D look that looks really clunky and like not just not good. Hmm. Perhaps you should have stuck to the like the 2D look, like how it looked like in the Kickstarter or whatever. Well, I mean, the, the car, later Castlevanias did do a 2.5D technically, but, mm. but I don't think those are as it well. It was better animated then. I don't think this looks as well animated as what I've what I've ever seen of the old of the later Castlevanias. No, it just it just looks stiff and yeah. Uh, I wasn't all that hype on it anyway. Well, no, because we don't care about Castlevania. No, not massively, but. 
I don't know. If I if I put Bloodstained next to Symphony of the Night, I think I'd prefer the look of Symphony. Well, yeah. So it's yeah. Anyway, uh, Dragon Quest Eleven is coming to the Switch with an S edition. <laughs> but you've got to love this. So this is a an early contender for the Brand Madness yeah um, award, and the, its its full title is Dragon Quest Eleven S Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition. Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition. So Echoes of an Elusive Age was the subtitle to Dragon yep. Quest XI first, but they slapped the S before that, so it's Dragon Quest XI S, and the, the full subtitle is now Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition. Mm. And then in the in the logo, the S is at the end, not even in the middle. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's, it's really bizarre. <laughs> but the changes they're making to this actually seem really it's really good. Like, Dragon Quest XI is not supposed to be a bad game, right? It's supposed to be pretty good, but it had some serious issues, like such as the terrible audio quality of the music. Like, there was just well, kind the of one that everyone cares about. Yeah, like bad MIDI versions of the music. Um, but they said that s- they didn't imply that all of it was getting redone. They said like field and battle music's not not saying all. They sort of weirdly categorized it, um, but that. Some of it, at least, is going to get reorchest- fully reorchestrated, like played by an orchestra properly, uh, which which would be great. But the weirdest thing is the 16-bit mode they're adding, so you can play the entire game in a retro style. <laughs> hmm. Sounds kind of rad. I don't know. It looks sure, yeah. Like, I mean, it it looked cool. like they put the effort in. That would, that would only be cool if if it's as faster switch is like the halo one mm. like you don't want them to have a loading screen to toggle that you want to just be able to literally just hit a button and immediately jump to that version. yeah that'd be strange like you move <laughs> in the 16-bit world and you've moved to that location in the 3d world yeah it's like it's gonna have to teleport you around to keep up with oh, yeah. relative scale that'd be pretty that'd be pretty weird I mean, it'd be a great way to pass travel because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. presumably the scale will be quite in favor of the small of the 16-bit yeah maybe that's pretty that's, yeah it's really it's just really weird. Like, I, I kind of, I kind of hope that version comes to the other platforms as well. Mm. But yeah, who knows? Or at least a music patch for the PC. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> uh, Starlink is getting more Star Fox content in April for free. Further cementing the fact that that's the new Star Fox. <laughs> Apparently, so it's, not, it's not Starlink. It's Star Fox. Uh. Tokyo RPG Factory are making another RPG, but they're upgrading to 3D this time rather than their previously 2D-inspired stuff like I Am Setsuna, uh, called Onanaki in summer. Uh, Yoshi's Crafted World has a release date of March 29th. Uh, oh yeah, Fire Emblem Three Hours has got a release date as well, July 26th. Yeah. Uh, Tetris 99! <laughs> Tetris, 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 Tetris. Have you ever thought, I mean, I mean, what's the current trend in video games right now? How do we make our video game cool? We make it Battle Royale. So let's take Tetris and attempt that. How the hell does that work? I, well, it's, it's kind of weird. So it's a bit like Battle Tetris in that whenever you're scoring lines, you're sending junk lines to other players. Mm-hmm. But those junk lines can go to any of the other 99 players. Oh, that are playing simultaneously with you, except you have the ability to sort of influence where they go. So it displays every other player's 
like current uh grid i suppose like in a little panel on on the screen at the same time as yours in the middle and you can use the left analog stick or right analog stick something like that you can or use the one of had possibly yeah you can use one of the sticks somehow to push it in a quadrant and it'll be like i'll oh, send your blocks over here so i guess if you see someone in trouble over there you could really screw them over by sending more blocks over that way things like that apparently it's okay like the novelty wears thin because it's all it is. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's, it's literally just Tetris. Not much to it, which is why it's a free game. <laughs> yeah, the, the good Tetris players would rather that it was like, oh, can I just start for a like the last like, like the last twenty players are where it gets interesting. Yeah, because mm. it actually gets fast and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and it's like oh, we don't have to grind through the first eighty players to get there. But interesting. It's free. And you can, if you've got a Switch Online account, you can just go get it and play it. So, whatever, I suppose. Nice. Uh, Dead by Daylight is coming to Switch and looks unbelievably bad. Um, just, this is kind of a theme between like, bit like more of the third party 3D games coming to the Switch that they seem to be doing a poor job. Although it's not like Dead by Daylight looked amazing to some. No, I mean, it's kind of <laughs> looks like a bad game anyway, but. Um, yeah, the port job looks even worse. Um, Delta Rune, the follow up to Undertale, is coming to Switch. Might already be Switch. on Switch, I can't remember. Uh, Damon X Machina, uh, said there's, you know, we're still, we're still in development, guys, but we're releasing a prototype mission demo for you to play for free right now. Let us know what you think. We'll help, uh, we, we want it to help us, help guide the development. Zach and I will talk a bit about that later. Um, grid Autosport and then possibly well it's a contender for most unlikely port why? it's like well it's an old Codemasters game being put on Switch for some reason it's just like yeah why just why? well maybe they just thought they had an opening for a, a market of untapped potential of like you've got Forza on the Xbox you've got Gran Turismo on PlayStation but there's no actual racing game on the Switch I mean there isn't really <laughs> no fair enough and that does make sense it's like oh this is an opportunity because there's some people who only have a Switch and they might yeah. want, for some reason to have a realistic-ish racing game they can play on the toilet so <laughs> <laughs> I mean it had the problem of it being another one of these like third party 3D Switch reveals that looked like it had a terrible ass frame rate though well, well yeah. sometimes. Sometimes it looked okay. Mm. Don't, don't play it in split screen, that much is clear. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you care about frame rate on your realistic racing games, you probably went and bought a PS4, didn't you? <laughs> or, an, mm. or an Xbox. So, yeah. Uh, the one game that looked surprisingly good for a third-party port was uh, Hellblade. Um, so Ninja Theory's thing is being brought to Switch. Uh, and looked really good, actually. Like, they've done a very good job at porting that across. Uh, like, certain effects looked garbage, like whatever effect they were using to, re- they replaced fire with during the scene that was pretty much all fire looked kind of bad. But all of the performance capture seems, seems solid still. Um, which is obviously the important bit. Uh, so yeah, well done. Then. Apparently it's being done, that, that port is being done by the same team that did the Dark Souls remaster hmm. thing. Um, so they've got a little bit of uh, you know, a little bit of goodwill behind them. 
Uh, what else we got? Mortal Kombat 11 will come to Switch. Unravel 2 will come to Switch. Uh, Assassin's Creed 3 <laughs> Remastered. Now there's a bad freight rate. Yeah, boy, that looked awful. <laughs> like, it's remastered, man. It's remastered to be worse. Somehow. Assassin's Creed 3, which, that was the also, American Revolution one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, also mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed 3. Like, again, why? Why not do two? Or maybe even the first, to just remaster the first. Two would do would make they sense. didn't want it's to the best make one. any effort. That's the actual reason. They were like, what's the most recent Assassin's Creed that can run on the Switch without um, us having to do much work? Yeah, and we can just <laughs> call it remastered for some reason. It looks so bad. Um, just weird. Uh, Final Fantasy Nine is now out on Switch. That was that like the one that didn't have a release date before, because I remember when they announced all like seven and nine and ten 12. and ten two. Was it twelve that did? One of them didn't have a release date. I thought it was nine, but now this this just come out abruptly. <laughs> well, it didn't have a release date. It was eight. Bastards. Yeah, but that doesn't count because that wasn't announced. <laughs> couldn't have possibly had a release date. <laughs> you know, I heard, I've heard this a few times before, but like the reason that eight doesn't get much love, apparently, like it's supposedly due to them losing the source code. <laughs> like apparently, the original source code for Final Fantasy VIII just doesn't exist anymore. Wow, that's so weird. How does that happen? Well, apparently, they were all just on, you know, back in the day, they like. Businesses just put it on a master disc somewhere, and then they get lost. <laughs> they didn't mention in this in, in the brief Final Fantasy segment. They didn't say anything about the Crystal Chronicles remake yet. Oh no, that's true. Yeah, they just seven and nine, and that mm. was it. Um, and then we got two interesting ones. So, how does a Platinum Games developed thing with the designer from Bayonetta on it? sound that's not Bayonetta 3 (laughs) it sounds like I want to know more yeah so would you like to know more I do how about some astral chain it's uh I mean it's I don't like the trailer I'll be honest with you I think it's a badly made trailer because it's a Japanese ass voices over stuff happening trailer um which I think a bad way. It's, I think it's just bad. Um, however, the the premise is kind of interesting. Where you seem to be future cops, and your battle, and but your battle style is you're not solo. You're sort of tag teaming with this spectral mech thing that is connected to you with a big glowing chain, and so you're kind of fighting as a pair rather than as a, as as one. And it's yeah, it looks the fighting style looks weird. I'm color me interested. No one's got anything to say about that. Okay. Uh, (laughs) And then finally, they're doing a Zelda remaster. (laughs) Okay. But they've chosen Zelda Link's Awakening. Oh, yeah. The classic from Mm. the Game Boy, which I played, but I wasn't clever enough to get through, I don't think, at the time. I don't. uh, I must have had it alongside, like, Pokemon, and it was yeah. harder, <laughs> to say the least. Um, pretty sure I finished 
finished it. Yeah, you did. But you did the, DX the version. Yeah, you the Game Boy Color. <laughs> yeah, you played that, and then you played like um, the Oracle of Ages and Seasons, like on yeah. on emulator. Or one, you, or, um, or, I think. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> did you not play both of them? I don't even remember. Those games of like Pokemon, they're basically exactly the same. <laughs> so I don't <laughs> yeah. remember whether I played one or both or either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's a cool idea to 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 highlight that game again because, like, I mean, I really like the style that they did. Like, they sort of they didn't take the um, was it? The, I don't the, think they needed to come up with yet another new style. Maybe not. But although I see what they were going for, because it is basically yeah. just it it's replicating the pixel art much more closely yeah. than any of their other recent versions. That's They're true. being pretty pretty faithful, but they've made it like cute Zelda. Is that the way to describe <laughs> it? Like a bit more chibi. Well, that's like how the pixel art looks. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's kind of a bit sort of minish cappy, but in in three D, wouldn't you say that was a bit cutesy? Well, maybe. But minish cap was like proto Phantom Hourglass style. Yeah, Yeah. but they're all they're all sort of like Toon Link ish anyway. Yeah, those ones sort of. Like what was the what was the last one link between worlds? It's, it's sort of that one's not so much. Not so much. That's more like wasn't it to the past? Obviously. Yeah. Right. Because it's mm. yeah. Well, I thought they were sort of cribbed from the same sort of style, but I haven't played in any, like any of them. The, the Phantom Hourglass slash Toon Link style has been used several times. You know, there was this freaking whatever Spirit that game tracks. was with Totem Time. <laughs> I think even forgot what that game was called with the free links. And you stack up. Oh, Totem God. Time. Try Try Force, Force Adventures. Probably something like that. Oh, there was Four Swords as well. Four yeah. Swords was the uh, well, Four Swords was like the previous version of that, yeah, <laughs> which was also proto tuning style, not quite fully there. Wasn't Four Swords more like NES style, and then Triforce Heroes or whatever was, was the, yeah, but like the, it was, was, the it was still what I would say was like proto tuning. Okay. So anyway, yeah, Link's Awakening. I mean an old game i think they should have done i mean i'm sure people liked link's awakening better but i think they should have if we're talking about old game boy games they probably should have just done oracle of ages or seasons because that had some more interesting stuff yeah. in it. that they were cool but they were awakening is like a bit of a old school very yeah. classic zelda it's is, very is classic it, so is, it, yeah. is it very similar to the snares one then is it yeah well, it's, I, it's obviously not as advanced of. as like link to the past but it's uh, mm. but it was had a cool story because it was like a weird off <laughs> because it was, it was all a, a dream. It was kind Spoilers. of like, yeah, it was like the Majora's Mask of its day, kind of. It wasn't that. Yeah, bad. I guess. It was like, yeah. Um, it's like, do we have to, like, I mean, I've already done it, but when they remake really old games like this, do we have to, like, turn off spoilers again? That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> there'll be a lot of people who've never heard of this thing, ever. Yeah. And won't know how the story goes. I, mean, I don't know anything about it. Well, no, so that's yeah. for a different reason. Yeah, you you could have theoretically played it at the time it first came out, but there'll yeah. be several people who are like not even bored I mean, when that game comes. I mean, out. I couldn't because yeah. I didn't have a Game Boy like at the time. Like, the GBA was my first in. No, well, really? I guess. well, you could have played it on the GBA with because it was a color cart. You could have wedged it in there. How did you avoid the, the Pokemon madness of 1998? Well, I yeah. mean, I didn't. I was subjected to it all around me. Yes. But I watched it rather than take part uh, right. in it. Me and Dan told Rob that. Well, let, let us show you lime well, green Game Boy Color. I did color. play quite a chunk of both 
either red or blue, and then I played quite a chunk of either gold or silver. I didn't finish either of them, <laughs> but I did play quite a bit of them, but not on my Game Boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wasn't wasn't my copy of the game or anything like that. It was uh, uh, yeah. So it's, so I never really got into it hugely. Probably why I've never played Pokemon properly ever, <laughs> just sort of because I didn't wasn't grabbed from the start. I guess. Right, yeah. They were, they were cool, but they were like, uh, I don't know, I was playing FF7 and 8 at that point in time, and they were just that little bit too basic for me. Oh, definitely, yeah. It, it wore thin. If I call FF7 that more advanced than Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of is. It, 8 definitely is, but I don't know about 7. <laughs> well, no, well, admittedly, I didn't play all that much of 7 either. 8 was my yeah. Eight was my baby. Yeah, 8 was the jam. It's jam, and that was the that was the direct. Yeah, cool. So uh, I don't know. A lot of things announced, really, but Mario Maker exciting. Not any of the ones we can anyway. I want to play that. And also, like speaking of, we, we they'd already we previously discussed they already have delayed Metroid, so obviously that wasn't going to be there. But mm. they also didn't mention Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing meant to be out yeah. this year. Right. <laughs> they didn't mention that'll get a proper. Well, yeah, that would be probably the E three direct. Yeah, yeah that'll get a big one. Yeah. Because I reckon Animal Crossing must be towards the end of the year. Yeah, inevitably. And they also didn't mention, uh, well, not that, well, I say they didn't mention, I mean, they didn't, the, there was no reason for them to mention because they, they haven't been announced. But we haven't heard anything about, like, maybe a new Pikmin or anything like that. Like, the, the last, we're, rude, we're looking it? for those last, like, Nintendo hmm. IPs that haven't been talked about at all yet. F Zero. <laughs> and that one, yes. I obviously. mean, Pikmin makes sense for the Switch. Yeah, definitely. It's been rumoured, doesn't it, that, that there's another one in the works. Yeah. I want to play something um, then. Vaguely. <laughs> the most vague rumours. Well, I'm to Star Fox GP. It's the important bit. Well, that was where we... There that was that rumor. bit where they showed the race, like, spaceship racing in Starlink. And we was like, oh, is that just... Has someone got confused in the rumours? Yeah, it's like, that's what they were talking about all along. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. <laughs> I love thinking back to that early GameCube period where they were like... We're going to do these like smaller, Small more games. like experimental. Oh games. yeah, they have. That's the other one they didn't mention. <laughs> now that you've reminded me, they didn't mention anything about Luigi's Mansion. Luigi's really. Mansion, yeah. But what <laughs> happened was they did those two games, Pikmin and Luigi's Mansion, and they just became like one of the tentpole titles, and then they never did any more. So that they just both turned into series, like all the other ones. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed that. I noticed that they've done a um, what do you call it? The ad campaign for. New Super Mario Brothers U is in full force at the moment. Deluxe, yeah. <laughs> U Deluxe, whatever it's called. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like you, there was a lot of ads for that at the cinema, and I've been the last few couple of times. Um, and they're showing it in the worst possible way to play that game, which is the four-player family setting. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's what you that's, show. That's what they're advertising. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that's Nintendo's brand, but no, it's the worst possible way to play that game. <laughs> I mean, Not really. Fight. It's a perfectly fine way to play that game if you don't really care about getting, getting any through of it. Well, you could get through it, but more like getting any of the actual, <laughs> you know, unlock, you know, secret routes or any of that stuff. Yeah. You're just going to face bash your way through the levels. Yeah, I mean, it is. To me, I, I, I think it's a genuinely good game, but I just, I don't see the appeal in that style of multiplayer. I don't think it's for us. Just mm -hmm. go back to uh, playing some Odyssey. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, more Nintendo news. Reggie Fils-Aimé is retiring. 
Reggie's out. Yeah, unfortunately. He'll be around for like a month or two, but it will be handover mainly to his replacement, a certain Mr. Doug Bowser. Indeed. The jokes write themselves. Stupid headlines. (laughs) Yep. All over the internet. I mean, it's great. I mean, we have seen him before. He's been about. He's, yeah. done, he's done things. <laughs> they already had all these headlines happen one time, one time before. Yeah. <laughs> the first time ever I'd heard about this guy. I think Did he, you watch, he seems um, like a, Reggie's like a little speech thing. Oh, absolutely. It's quite yeah, nice. That was... I always love his, like, because his style is like, I don't know, it's quite artificial. Like, it's clearly, like, very mannered. Every time he speaks, it's obviously, like... It's he, it's scripted and prepared and refined. It's a little bit it. robotic when Reggie speaks mm. sometimes, but I think it's okay. But I, the end of that one was, like, so sweet. He's literally is like, oh, it's been amazing. You're the best. You're the best. <laughs> and it's like, oh, thanks, Reggie. <laughs> I, Yeah, he, he comes across that way, and he clearly puts a lot of thought into what he says. Yeah, he does it but, really well. But he's he's a legend. I think it doesn't come across as any of that stuff being written for him. No, it no, no. Across as, this no, is just how genuine. I present. Yeah. yeah, it's just his style is a little bit like mannered. I think it's not that natural. Yeah. It never has been. But he's super cool. But, but, but he's an absolute legend. Like, you know, I've got all the time in the world for Reggie. Always had that. I don't think he's. I don't think he's put a foot wrong for, no. for Nintendo. No. And uh, it's it is a shame to see him go. I like it. it the word retiring, though, is interesting. Is he, is he that old? Because he's not leaving for like well, bad health or anything like no, that. No, he said he was in good health. Uh, but, I mean, why not? I mean, if you can I mean, retire. Yeah, he I must, mean, he must yeah. make mega bucks. It's like, yeah, yeah. And, you're, and you're rich. I mean, so when you're in not. Nintendo of America, you can get away with retiring. Mm. <laughs> when you're not in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. In, in Japan, you work till you die. <laughs> yep. Apparently. And you better like it. <laughs> yeah. No, good on you, Reggie. You'll be missed. Uh, good luck to Bowser. <laughs> yeah, good luck to Bowser. Take over the Mushroom Kingdom. We'll see how his presenting style goes. I have to admit, assuming the best... that he is going to be the one to take over that role. Mm. I have to admit, the best one of those I've seen, like of the Doug Bowser pictures, is he, I, 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 I sincerely hope this was planned by him, as he's he's it, like he's he's made a photo. He's holding a little placard up that says, like. Sorry, see you go, Reggie, or something. And it's just, but but in the background, there's two plushies of Mario and Luigi that are tied up. I mean, of course, it yeah. was planned. <laughs> All it's planned. Like, it's genius. There's one today where he was helping uh, a stuffed toy of Bowser Junior. make a put a Nintendo Labo kit together, <laughs> like <laughs> father and son. <laughs> I love it. I love it. In other news. Sort of Nintendo related, yeah, and also sort of news. <laughs> sort of news. This is <laughs> back this to is, the land of rumors. This Not is a news. rumor that started floating. That it's it's no secret at this point that Microsoft is going to be bringing some of Xbox Live to the Switch. Like so, so like Microsoft what? published games that get released on Switch, which is yeah, that's a thing they're doing. Well, what, like Minecraft, Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, okay. um, and achievements and all of that stuff is going to come with it. Um, Weird. Surprising that surprised Nintendo let them do that. Well, it's just a it's a platform within their game, right? It's like it's yeah. not even so. in some ways they can't stop them, but they're they're fine with it. Um, but this next bit is the weirder bit. This new rumor floating about is that Microsoft want to bring Game Pass to the Switch. 
Um, okay. For whatever that means. I mean, I guess they'd have to release some more of those games on the Switch to then have them in the Game Pass. I mean, what if, what if they put Cuphead on Switch, right? And, um, and a Microsoft published game. How are they, they going to have enough put that there? Yeah. I mean, it but, wouldn't yeah. be the complete library, for sure, obviously. Because there would have to be stuff that would have been ported to Switch in the same way that there's the disparity between Windows and yeah. Xbox um, on Game Pass. But uh, as long as Ninty gets their cut, do Ninty care? Maybe they don't. I mean, the only the, uh, weirder thing would be if Microsoft start putting out more of their own actual games. Like, if it's third-party stuff that was also on Game Pass... That would still make sense, but if Microsoft are releasing their literal games on not the Xbox, <laughs> well, yeah, that's so. That was what was the rumor that was going around. Is like, does this mean Halo is going to come to? Can Switch? I play yeah. Halo Three on my Switch, please? Yeah, <laughs> that would be funny and probably completely doable. <laughs> yeah, and you know, finally, Banjo Kazooie can come back to a Nintendo console. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the most roundabout route possible. <laughs> Nuts and bolts Switch edition. <laughs> Oh yeah, freaking perfect dog zero. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Take it back. No, you just want a, yet another re-release of the original. Bring back the fist sim. <laughs> yeah, bring back fist sim. <laughs> that's a that's a weird one. I don't. I, I'm not sure that holds water just yet. But we'll. Well, I think it's we'll possible. have to see about the games being released before they can make a game pass. Basically. I think it's possible, but I also think it's bold. I mean, we've seen similar stuff in, on a Microsoft platform before, like Origin, Origin, whatever yeah. it's called, EA Access on Xbox yeah. is a kind of weird thing. I mean, the thing that would be, would be kind of, well, not most weird, but definitely weird about it, bringing the Microsoft stuff on the Switch would be, you know, bringing the whole achievements and all that stuff. It's just basically Microsoft being like, Nintendo, your online service is so bad. We're going to bring our online service and put it within your one just because our one has better features. <laughs> I mean, you probably would, you might not get the full party line, but it depends how they do it. Like, if the game like actually has its own like systems in there, so you can get a, a party panel or something. Yeah, some kind of join mechanism for making parties. Yeah, might, clearly won't have voice commands, but no, um, or you know, voice chat. I mean, sorry, but. I mean, there's, it's not too far fetched, and they could let games perhaps add that stuff if they want. You know, the whole Xbox Live stuff. It's like, yeah, if you want in, just just embed our SDK or whatever in your in your app, and there you go, have it. That could definitely be weird. <laughs> really odd, yeah. <laughs> but then, in some ways, is that any different from having to log into your Epic account to play Fortnite? It's, well, maybe. I mean, it would, wouldn't have been until the Epic account became more than just the Fortnite account, I guess. Mm. <laughs> Once you actually have... That is more like the EA one at that point. Once you've got more than one thing attached to it. Uh, and that's kind of it. You know, oh well, I don't. We don't really, I really know a lot about this exactly, or at least I don't. I've not <laughs> not read it up completely. But Activision fired eight hundred guys. Yep. Or people. 
if you're one of those people that reads guys as a uh, male <laughs> term. <laughs> Go back to that topic again. Yeah. Uh, which is a lot of people. If I'm, the only reason this was really a story I found apart from I mean, layoffs are always a story, I guess. Because <laughs> that's just how news works on the internet. But, like, the main thing about it that made everyone pay more attention was that, like, they were like, we've made shit tons of money this year, and now we're getting rid of all these people. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, so that's, that's, it sounds like there's just, they are doing a business scale down because they don't expect this year to be as good because they're just not releasing as much no. this year. Um, I mean, they're publishing Sekiro, but that's like probably the only bit of non-Activision development that they're publishing. I mean, they haven't got Spyro this year. <laughs> um, they'll probably have another Call of Duty this year. Presumably. But well, I don't think Blizzard are planning to put anything out this year other than that Diablo mobile game. <laughs> yes. Oh, and that's the, not even and maybe the World them, of War, and, and maybe the Warcraft 3 remake. Mm. But, but yeah, it sounds like they're just scaling down because they're not expect, which is an, an, an investor happy move. Mm. So what? Yeah, not not great for those involved, though. Obviously, we don't really know which studios. Like I looked at what you know, whether it was like just a specific studio or whether it's just a general certain percentage we need across the entire company. Idea. Mm. And also, that guy that played Carlton in the Fresh Prince, he apparently does not own the Carlton dance. Well, there we are. So, so Fortnite can still have it. <laughs> According to which court? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Expect me to get these details. Probably California. <laughs> that seems like the what? place where you'd go to try and win that case. Dance capital of the world. <laughs> California. I don't know, that's true. I don't know anything that's true. No. The canals? <laughs> <laughs> stole it from me. Yep. You stole it. You're taking it back. I stuck it there before you could. Yep. Because that's the end of the news. <laughs> no more weird rumours. Well, there was that tiny extra rumor that, like, the idea that you might shove your Switch into a cardboard headpiece and use it for VR, that rumor has resurfaced again. Okay. Because it was originally a vague patent that turned up around the Switch's launch. And everyone was like, oh, that would be a thing you could do, I guess, but then it never happened. And it could tie to Labo. But yeah, but now they've got the Labo brand, and it's like, well, I guess that rumor is back. <laughs> So yeah, that could happen. Hmm. It would make a vague amount of sense. Nearly a whole year after Labo first launched. <laughs> well, they need to do something with it, surely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They, there was that second set, I guess. Pack three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Should we Yo. briefly talk about the obviousness of what's clearly happened with Anthem? What, and that it's, it's bad that it's, it's come out and it's mediocre <laughs> and it's a mediocre destiny clone as it always looked like yeah it's it's one of those things that reading around the internet it seems like some people are quite big on it so well, like that does otherwise. exist there is a fandom um but uh, you know certainly and uh, i've seen that some people come away who played the demo being like yeah the demo is not representative of the actual game for better and well worse. that's not good oh right okay 
like in the in the you know that they've they've refined something since the demo for better, but some people didn't don't like where it goes that like the demo is like all there is kind of thing like the, the game plays all like that and it's like oh well i had to those technical issues as i say apparently the loading times are atrocious across the board it wasn't just my pc mm. oh, God. Apparently that is a apparently that is a serious issue when like loading where it it, it can't even sort of Manage the loading within a sort of, sort of even the short distance. The stream loading problem. Well, not even the stream loading, but like when you're because you're matching into a mission and that mission might already be in progress. Mm. If your teammates move too far away from you, it teleports you to them. But that's a yeah. load screen, not like a. It yeah, doesn't. Yeah, yeah. It has to reload. It's not just moving you in the environment. That's the problem I had during the demo. That if someone got to that point and they moved it on, they would load faster than I would. So by the time I would load into a stage, some of the story had happened before I got there. Yeah, and it's like that's kind of it's pretty bad. <laughs> and there was supposed. Speaking of joining games, there was supposedly the the hilarious incident that was captured on video where. A random player matched into the final boss fight. A random level three player who literally only just started playing the game matched into happen? the final boss fight. How does that happen? Who knows? Like you actually have to pick what you're doing before you matchmake with people. It's like I want to matchmake into this mission. Not really. You pick a kind of thing you, that oh. you're doing. Not really the specific mission. I don't think. In, in the demo, you picked the mission. Yeah, I think that might might be slightly more, or there might be like that as well like here's the less specific option if you just want to get in oh yeah there, there was a quick play button yeah as well that might have been what happened the quick play might have just put them into the last mission <laughs> which is hilarious and dumb huh yeah that's pretty bad We're going to be hearing about Anthem for a while, though. I don't, I don't is, know if we are. <laughs> you, reckon, like, you don't reckon they're going to live service wait? the hell out of this? Well, they're going to try, but I don't think I don't think anyone's going to care. They never invested too much to just drop it. They're going to do a Ubisoft. I hope they do a Ubisoft on it. And like, I don't think they'll do a Ubisoft. They might. Well, I mean, do the different. standard joke is like, okay, how do they turn it into a free-to-play battle royale game now? <laughs> well, <laughs> there's got to be a way. <laughs> I mean, the free-to-play part was definitely possible. The problem is, is there's no real like stealth and sneakiness when you're an Iron Man flying <laughs> no, about. No. Unless they build really complex canyons everywhere. It's kind of what it is. Yeah, that left, yeah. the whole game seems to just be canyons. Mm. I don't know. There's something to Anthem. There is, like, having played the demo, but it's it's not as... It's, I don't think it's quite what anyone really wanted. Or overall, that's the feeling. Much like Crackdown 3. <laughs> hey. Which apparently is Crackdown 1. With Terry Crews. <laughs> in what sense? Like, it's just basically a really... Yeah, a game that hasn't advanced in many years since. <laughs> yeah, it's, right. it's pretty much the same as Crackdown 1, as far as I can tell. Um, it is on Game Pass, and my Game Pass has expired now. So, but <laughs> so Rob can't can't be tempted to play it. Yeah, well, I don't know. Game Thank Pass God. Game Pass is currently like doing one of its like one pound for a month. No, thing God that, it. <laughs> that I for some reason have access to, even though it's normally for people that haven't 
had Game Pass before, but it's turning up on my account saying like, yeah, you can get this. And I'm like, well, maybe I will. <laughs> maybe I'll maybe see what the I crack will. is about Crackdown 3. <laughs> What's the crack? <laughs> <laughs> What's the crack? Gaping and full of debris. <laughs> Only not. Only not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's time for what you've been playing. Probably. What you've been playing? Uh, I don't know. Zeg, <laughs> what have you been playing? Yeah. Uh, well, luckily I haven't been playing much that I have to talk about much. Not that that ever stops me, you know. <laughs> Settle in, boys. Yep. <laughs> Settle in. Uh, I played a few random bits of things again. It's been another one of those. Well, not really one of the weeks has been like that. I played, I went back and played like a couple of rounds of Crypt of the Necrodancer because I was, oh, really? Because, well, I was having a period where I was listening to bits of music mm. and like the music files in that game are just like, in, in, well, I don't know if they're MP3s or OGs, but they're there. You can just play them. Right. But that's not very helpful because they're like, they're like, it's just a, every level has like fucking five different versions of that music because there's like all those different soundtracks built into the game. Yeah, yeah. And there's the like stage three where it has two different mixes of the same track that it cross fades between when you're in the game. Oh, yeah. Which is really cool, but it's like, that's not very good to just listen to individually. Mm. So that just appetized me to actually play the game. I was <laughs> like, I'm just going to listen to these songs in the actual context. And also because, you know, that's how you play that game. It's all about matching the rhythm of the song. And me being terrible at it. Never, I never did get the, get the vibe for that game. <laughs> we should totally make a video of us playing that in co-op. Yeah. I we, bet that's oh, fucking man. possible. <laughs> yeah, we absolutely should. <laughs> but yeah, I played a little bit of that. I, I realized that I've never actually completed the game in one go. Like right. I've I've beaten the last boss, but only from stage four, because mm-hmm. you can start at any one of the four stages. And I I remembered beating the boss. I was like, I don't remember. And then I look because it stores all your replays. It stores a replay of every run as far as I can tell. And I was looking through it. I was like, where was the one where I beat the last boss? And then I realized, oh, it's one of the ones where I started in level four. Mm. Like I've never actually done it in one run because it's actually much harder to do it in one run because mm. the individual stages you start with like like twice as much starting health and once you've unlocked it there's this uh, there's a special merchant where you can choose what starting equipment you have even if you're starting in one of the later levels oh, it's basically because you remember how you get the diamonds and that unlocks stuff for the random pool yeah once you've got all of those you use the diamonds to buy starting equipment for the individual level runs instead oh that's cool so you can basically sort of configure your. I mean, I didn't get anywhere near that. No, I, like I, like I think I might have struggled on zone. Oh no, I think I think I got past zone two like once. Yeah, and then zone something. three is hard. <laughs> it's that game is ridiculously difficult anyway. Like it's yes, but yeah, I'm... one of those tracks from the first zone does turn up in amplitude, which is kind of cool. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, I had to mainly I. I actually just, on this time when I played it, I mainly just played Zone 3 because it's the one with the crossfading. And I was like, I want to hear that again. How do they do, how do in the soundtrack, how do they deal with the shopkeeper? I don't is know. He, is he not in it? Or? Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've seen that file that presumably just overlays on top of the other mm. music, I guess. Shopkeeper's cool. I didn't actually look that much. I was just like, oh, there's, there's the level music. That's all I need to, <laughs> those are the only files I need to let out. 
I don't actually have the actual OST, which you could buy individually on Steam. Oh, right. I just have the files. I assumed you had the files because they were exposed because you had the OST version. Apparently not. Weird. Why would you buy the OST? Okay. Well, (laughs) presumably the OST has... MP3s. Well, and maybe it has, like, maybe with the stage three mix, it has a cross-faded mix, maybe? Oh, well, there might be... Yeah. Put them both in one file. Slightly friendlier version. Or something like that. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Or, you know, files which which have proper proper tagging <laughs> and are not just raw music tracks with just generic level name names. One, one. Yeah, exactly. I'm always tempted to switch the soundtrack, but I feel like I haven't earned it. Right. Because the different sound- ones, you can switch now. Well, the different soundtracks are meant to be tied to the other characters. That's kind of why they're there. Uh, and I'm like, I'm, I did try one time. I tried playing one of the other characters, <laughs> but it's already as we said that game is difficult. Playing it with one of the other characters doesn't make it any easier, apart mm-hmm. from the bard, I guess. But then, that, then you're not, if you're playing as bard, are you even really playing that game? Because the bard is the one where you don't have to stick to the rhythm. <laughs> you know, right? Yeah, <laughs> it, it waits for you. Yeah, it just it just becomes a turn-based movement system. That could be a good way to learn it, though. I guess, kind of learn the patterns. I might need that. Actually. But that's why you have the training rooms if you want to learn patterns. I can never remember them in the heat of the moment of my book. No, that well, is, I that's the trick of that game. Do the exact wrong thing. So there's that. Um, in, in bringing back the classic section of games I haven't played, but I need to briefly talk about. Things that are on your mind. What's on your mind, Sam? What's on your mind? There was another patch for. Um, Oxygen not included. They've done the second quality of life patch has finally come out because it's been quite a long time because they broke their schedule over Christmas. Well, they broke their schedule over Christmas and then some because apparently their whole, pretty much their whole development stuff got ill over Christmas. Mm, So they had to take a little extended break after that as well. But the second quality of life patch has arrived. I haven't been in there to actually play it yet, but it sounds like it's one of those things that well, I mean, apart from the just the actual quality of life stuff, where it's just like you know bug fixes, bug fixes and polish. One of the things that they added was they made it so that your your printer pods, the thing that your dudes spawn out of at the start of the game, and how you get more dudes, though that can now print items as well. So you can get just like random extra resources out of it, mm. which is sort of a nice idea, and it also means that because. The, generally, the way you play that game is you have a population that is sort of scaled to your resource availability. So you like you know how much oxygen you're making. So you're like that much oxygen can support this many guys. So I'm never going to have more than that because why would I? Because that would just be suicide. <laughs> so that kind of made you never print, print new dudes, and so the printing pod just kind of sits there for a lot for a long time, not really doing anything, and it like. If you're printing guys, you, it's on like a three day schedule. You get a new, you can print a new dude every three days, but you, you'd have like hundreds of days where you just would never print anyone. So it would just sit there not doing anything. So now every three days you could print something that's not a guy. <laughs> you could just get like random bonus resources, which is like, that's kind of nice. Hmm. And it gives you a reason to have the printing pod there, but also doesn't that like make it a lot easier? Or right. somewhat easier. I mean, you don't know about a lot. <laughs> we'll see. Depends what you can print. 
Well, yeah, I, I've seen the list of like stuff you can print, and like some of it is kind of high level. Like you can just get a bunch of steel, and you know, steel isn't exactly easy to come by, and it has definitely some uses, mainly for the temperature resistance. You can, it's easily the like easiestly, easiestly, easiest accessible high temperature material, I guess. But the fact that you could pre- theoretically get it even earlier than you could naturally from playing the game, maybe. Although, I think they made it so some of the stuff that the pod can print you only get after you've made it in the game or found it in the game. Mm. So you would probably have to get to the point of being able to make steel and then the printing pod would be able to make it as well. So that's maybe kind of balanced. But the one that I was more thinking about in terms of how it might mess with the balance quite severely is the printing pod can supposedly print weaselwort seeds, the plant that absorbs heat. Weaselwort. And the, like, the heat management is like the major thing that is like the mid-game challenge. <clears throat> so the fact that you can theoretically print more of these weaselwort seeds, because normally you're limited to exactly how many spawn on the map, mm. and there's never going to be any more than that until until you launch rockets to space and then you can get some more that way. Mm-hmm. So, like, the fact that the printing pod can now theoretically make them, so you effectively, in the extremely long term, have infinite Weezwarts sure. without even having to launch rockets, that seems like that might be more of a balanced thing that might make it quite a lot easier, theoretically. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> heat management is the main problem. <laughs> so we'll see. I might go back in there and start a new game, I guess. <laughs> Also, one like in this patch, they supposedly did quite a lot of work to like AI pathfinding and stuff that might make it run better in the long term. Okay, sure. Late game situations, yeah, but with bigger space. Yeah, so you might actually everything might run better for longer. Mm. <laughs> the old classic problem of those kinds of games like Dwarf Fortress or whatever. It's like you can play it for a long time, but then you gradually start losing frame rate as the cal- calculations yeah, start get, taking longer and longer. They get bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> So yeah, we'll see about that. Um, I played a small amount of Smash Bros because I'm still grinding through getting everyone through classic mode. Alright, I'm still grinding World of Light. Did you go through Galeem yet? No. Oh, you're still grinding the other spirits. Oh, I've got faster. Cleaning them up. Does the shield's not gone down yet. Oh, has that? I thought you said it had. It's just in the red flashies. Oh, you've got one more boss to do. Yeah. And, well, I'm in the bit where Rephalos is hanging out. Oh, you're, so you, you're in that, in I mean, that I'm, special I'm, map. I'm, I'm past the <laughs> I'm past the yellow zappy zone. You, you're in that special map. Yes, where Raphalos is yeah, in. Yeah, he's, he's just hanging. And out. you have to do the thing to monster hunt him. <laughs> yeah, wait, I haven't done the thing. I don't know what the thing is. Because if I go up to him, he just runs off. Yes, that's the trick. <laughs> so I don't know what the thing is. Well, you have to herd him like monster hunter. I don't know. I don't play monster hunter. <laughs> I have, I have, yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out. Yes. <laughs> that's where I am right now. That's kind of weird if you have to actually know the games in order to play. Well, I mean, I, mean, I, I wouldn't say you have to know it that much. You might no. be able, you could probably just logically figure it out eventually. Like a hint, I mean, I right? yeah. only just unlocked the guy that was there. Yeah. So it's like, so I've done all the actual spirit fights there now, and it's just like, all right, what do I do? So I just hadn't actually got to the point where I was trying to figure out what to do with Rapalos. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm still continuing to chip away. I'm I'm on like the last row and a half, I guess. So I've probably got like 15 more characters to go, maybe. Okay, jeez. <laughs> That's a lot of smash. 
and I've been doing progressively worse as predicted as I've got to all the characters I'm less familiar with. <laughs> Although even the ones that are like Little Mac or Rosalina, and I was like, I shouldn't be this bad, but apparently I am. <laughs> Although Little Mac is... You fall off once and you're fucked. <laughs> as we well know, Little Mac has a terrible fucking recovery. I can't remember what it was, but I, I'm, I was playing some spirit fights, because that's all I do yeah. in that game. Uh, the, I'm sure I came across like a couple of levels that I knew were in the list, but I don't think I've ever played while we've been playing Smash, <laughs> yeah. like they've just never come up, and it's just like, oh yeah, this level's in there. <laughs> well, there are 103 of them. So this is what happens when there's most Smash. Yeah, and you know some of the and the fact that you know there are Mega and Battlefield versions of them all, like things I never saw in the Wii U version because you know we never turn that on because mm. it's a. It would be nice if you could like. When you're doing the random stage selection, you can pick like certain ones to have an Omega or Battlefield version, like added to your yeah, random as well list. as the random. Yes. Yeah, that, that would be like I don't know because then you could make the ridiculously big cave thing, the horrible Kirby level. The cave offensive. Yeah, you could just. It's very offensive. Yeah, you could just make a uh, have have a Battlefield version of yeah, it but... and still get the theme. Is that theme really worth it? Though? I, I know, <laughs> but it'd be nice to bring some of those in. Some of some of them are. You know, the, the, the like awful levels that I don't want to play, mm. but I wouldn't mind just having a different skin on and the music, maybe. Oh, well, yeah, I guess. Well, even the music doesn't matter that much any longer, though, does it? Because it's only tied to series now. So sure. any Kirby stage could, could have, have the could same have music. music yeah. But, well, you know what I mean? Just. Yeah. But there's another variant. It'd be interesting to add to the mix. Yeah. I, don't, I can't even remember what stage it was now. But, uh, it's, it's just mildly baffling to me that I've put this many hours in. And it's like, oh, I haven't seen that before. Well, I think, like, I feel like because you've mainly been playing World of Light, like, I feel like they don't do a very good job of using all the content in World of Light. Like, I feel like there was a lot of the same stages, like, too frequently. I mean, it's interesting that they can use the, like, the levels that move, for instance, like the Wii Sports Resort one. They could use individual parts of it, like the the bridge and then like the the water ski start thing, yeah, (laughs) and 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 the epic epic volcano fight. Yeah, you know they can use bits of it to represent what they're trying to represent, which is which is a cool idea. Yeah, that definitely helped. But I feel like there was a lot of stuff in there where it was like the Street Fighter level over and over. I haven't really had that. Well, I mean, there's the whole Street Fighter section, obviously, is on the Street Fighter level. So. Was it? I, I thought they mixed it up. Not really. I don't remember it just being all on. The, they used the Battlefield version of it. I don't remember. So the Street Fighter themed Battlefield yeah. stage. Or Final Destination. I yeah. thought they mixed it up a bit. Maybe not. But yeah, you know, getting through it. Nearly done. Buying the last remaining spirits that come up in the shop occasionally. And I've been, now I've, I've given up going through in just pure left to right order now. Now that I, if, if a fighter spirit appears in the shop, but it's one of the ones I haven't completed, I just go do that. So it will clear it out of the shop. So a new one can spawn. Right. <laughs> Try and speed up that process slightly. I don't think I'm missing many of the only purchase ones now. Like, well, apart from all the fucking Cooper kids. Well, all but one of the Cooper kids. I think I've got one of them. So I've got like six more of them that I have to mm. spawn in the shop. Still getting music in the shop. 
got a lucky drop in the shot where basically every one of the panels was filled with music, and it's like, all right, I'm having wow. it. Wow. Yeah. I'm having it. So there's that. More or less getting close to being done, except more really. <laughs> She's never done. <laughs> Still quite a lot more. And then, then version three will come out. Hopefully. Um, I also in things I haven't been playing, I keep thinking about going to play Dirt Rally before Dirt Rally Two comes out. Right, because yeah. I need I need the you know direct comparison. Yeah, see which see which physics is better. Re- reviews for that are starting to surface as well. Yes, it's nearly out. Positive yeah. reviews, like three more days. Positive, but the same as Dirt Rally One style reviews. Yes. But is yeah. it going to run fine on your PC then? I presume it will. So I mean, shit. Dirt Rally 1 was like not even much of a graphical stress. No, really. it wasn't. No, but they, but they have improved the graphics in this one. Yeah. And I don't remember how, exactly how well Dirt 4 ran. I definitely had to turn down some stuff at that. But probably won't be too bad. No, I imagine it'll be yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. And hopefully the Sidewinder will still work. <laughs> Uh-huh, yeah. Assuming that they've just brought back the same after they did all that work to get all those wheels working that they did in Dirt Rally. They I imagine just they keep won't. it. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine they won't be rewriting that anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> the sidewinder sleeps tonight. <laughs> There's that. Um Yeah, never upgrade your PC. Never no. go to Windows ten. Well I'm <laughs> not, I'm not intending to on this PC. Yeah. <laughs> if I get a new PC, maybe Windows ten. That will kill your sidewinder. Well will it? Well, yeah, maybe we I'm, never can maybe, tell. Maybe I'm just incredibly unlucky because that seems to be the only difference between yours and mine, right? Right? It's like as soon as I went to Windows 10, everything went awry. Yep, it's a mystery. Those old sidewinder <laughs> wheels. And Why then can't they just I... make new ones? Come on, Microsoft. <laughs> you make tool hardware. <laughs> you always did. Well, Microsoft seem to be having an increasingly bad track record at supporting their old stuff. Mm. That's true. Um, my uh, like personal gripe, they've broken the Strava integration on my Microsoft Band, so that's now <laughs> no longer upgrade but uploading my uh, my runs to Strava, which is irritating. Poop. Yeah, so I haven't done that for a long time. Uh, but it's un- it's been unsupported for a while anyway. Mm. But now, yeah, now I, I assume Strava changed something, and Microsoft didn't. Because it's unsupported and no one's working on it, they didn't update their service to match it. Hmm. Like booty, support your stuff. And then, oh, I guess before I, well, no, actually, let's let me first talk briefly about I went back to Factorio. Oh, <laughs> talk, yeah. talk very briefly about that. Looked like you've been playing a ton of that. Again. Well, I mean, about as much as I do when I'm playing. <laughs> uh. But yeah, I've just been mainly looking at the mods again, seeing what's up. Main. I kind of didn't want to start a proper new game. Well, I mean, because I've still got that fucking C-plot game that I maybe want to finish, but that's been getting increasingly bogged down. Just also the game's just starting to run worse in that save because it's got so big. But the trouble is that like, it sounds as though 0.17 is going to come out probably next week at last because it's been quite a while since 0.16 became stable. Mm. And I mean, the trouble with that, I, I was like, I 
kind of don't want the slightly new games because 0.17 is coming out, but that will also mean that none of the mods will be available for like at least a couple more weeks probably after that anyway, because they'll all have to update. So like, I was kind of like, I don't know what I'm going to do, so I'll just continue playing that C-Block game, I guess. (laughs) Even though that's becoming like, I'm probably not going to finish that before 17 comes out and C-Block gets updated to 17, and then I can play that C-Block in 17 instead. From scratch again? Probably. Uh, Who knows? Depends (laughs) on how much has changed. But it sounds like 17 is going to be a fairly significant, even though they've, (laughs) even though, again, 17 took so long to come out that they were like, we just need to put this out and we're going to push some of the stuff that would have been in 17 to 18. So actual full release still might not even be 18 at this point. Mm. (laughs) Who knows if it'll even come out this year? It looked like it was gonna, but maybe not. But even that, even despite that, 17 seems like it's got some significant changes. To, uh, at, to... The, at the risk of ruining this recurring segment, I hope I speak for more than just me with some of these delays resulting in me going, <laughs> Well, it, it, I think, well, I was about to say, I think it's doing better than Space Engineers, but actually Space Engineers might actually come out like within the next one or two patches. <laughs> Some of Zach's list is clearing again. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't played Space Engineers for ages. Apparently that's had some fairly significant overhauls. Mainly in graphics, though, so yeah, right. not actually in gameplay. Although they did supposedly try and do something to rebalance survival mode, which was the only thing that I was interested in because I wasn't really interested in creative. Mm. So I haven't seen the, what they've done to that, but it, the time to go back to that may be approaching. But yeah, the... 17 in Factorio may be slightly more interesting and potentially run better. They're doing another pass on fluid physics, which is always the problem with Factorio. Like the belt physics has long been like easily the most, you know, detailed thing. Like it it functions how you'd expect things on a belt to function, which is kind of surprising in like how precise it is. Hmm. It's like all these things on a belt are being modeled in quite an advanced way considering what it's actually what it looks like mm. it's just like here's the icons in the belt and, but they're all very precisely synced you know and it works in multiplayer and all that stuff there's no desyncs every item is exactly where you expect it to be that kind of thing but the fluid model has always been kind of kind of shitty and doesn't really act like you'd expect liquids to act in a pipe mainly it's the biggest problem with it had always been junctions where it had preferential junctions, basically. Like, the order you'd place the pipes would determine which direction the liquid flowed preferentially, rather than it evenly spreading. Yeah, weird. Because it was doing, like, it wasn't, it was doing, like, next-in-line calculations or whatever. It wasn't, so when it was going through whatever update it was doing to the pipes, it was just doing them in the order the pipes had been placed, rather than actually looking at what was adjacent to them or anything. Gotcha. Because it, it's really only it, the way it works is it's a, it's a fluid box. Like each individual pipe segment has a certain amount of fluid and it just evens them out between the adjacent fluid boxes on the update. Mm-hmm. So the order of the updates mattered and that was why it would do that preferential junction thing. But supposedly there may be, they may be fixing that. Although I don't know if that got pushed to 18 because they said the new algorithm for the fluids got pushed to 18, but some of the fluid updates didn't. So I don't know what which parts made it and which didn't. Mm. We'll see. And also, another thing that I care about a lot more in 17 is new map generation. 
holy crap, they might have made the map generation less terrible. Although, you know, procedural map generation is always going to be terrible to some extent. Yeah, when you play C blocks, you don't care. There's no map. Well, I'd like to play a regular map too. <laughs> I'd like to play a regular map if it worked better. That's always, because every time I've tried to start a, a game in like 0.16's regular map gen, I spend like 15 fucking minutes just regenerating the map until it actually makes a map that's functional. <laughs> it's like, do you want the challenge? Well, there's a challenge, but there's then like literally impossible. <laughs> the main problem is like, which is one of the things that they've definitely fixed is like the way it spawned resources in the starting area didn't always guarantee that you had all the resources. Right. <laughs> it was like it could overwrite coal with water or overwrite coal with one of the other ores and then you'd be fucked because you kind of need coal to be able to function at all. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's definitely been fixed. The starting area is much more like very specified where it's like it guarantees that there's this much of this and this much of this based right. on your okay. settings. But then in the world, supposedly they've maybe made it so that Water doesn't okay. overwrite ore as badly as it used to, and other changes like that, and just generally made the map generation a bit more logical, like deserts happen further away from water and that kind of stuff. Mm. So it might just be nicer. Oh, and they fixed the cliffs to make them a bit more logical as well. Because it tried to make the cliffs based on a height map, except the height map didn't really work. You either had far too many cliffs or no cliffs. <laughs> so hopefully that will be better as well and then I can just play a regular game with fancy new graphics is the main you know bulk of this update they're still going through the HD graphic the update. update yeah maybe the enemies got done this time so the enemies look a bit more although I don't really I don't really like the new designs of the biters because they have they have they used to be kind of like sort of pill bug-esque Sort of like like that alien carapace action, but now fetid carapace, yeah, possibly fetid. <laughs> but now they have like these giant spindly legs that stick out the side, so they look like well, they look real spindly, and I don't really like that as much. It's like it's the same carapace shape, but with these giant sticky out legs. <laughs> Not sure I like it, but we'll see what it looks like when it's actually like in the game. It's hard to tell from just screenshots like that. Uh -huh. or the occasional GIF. Even that doesn't necessarily give you a great idea of what it will look like. Mm. So yeah, there's that. Catch away. I'll play that forever. No. It's your job. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, and, you know, Rocket League is always happening. Oh, Rocket League always happens. The season finished the at season last, finished, <laughs> and they launched cross uh, cross, cross parties. platform parties. Yes, after all these years, they still haven't done the merge account thing, which is why we really want them to do. Mm. But which yeah, may not ever happen. may not ever happen. It's not what yeah. Given that the rocket ID seems to be just an identifier at this point, not actually an account. No, and that's sorry, Mike. Um, that's a. Uh, yeah, maybe I've misunderstood what they meant by Rocket ID all along, which is a little disappointing. But yeah, I really want them to do like account merging so I could have a PlayStation 4 version that has all my stuff. Mm. Or... And then this most recent patch, they fucked up the audio. Yeah, it's, it's not as bad as you made it out to be when we actually played it. And I mean, I was playing it with headphones on, so maybe there's some surround sound stuff that's not right. But yeah, there's, there's the odd 
glitch, like sounds playing way too loud or non-positionally or um, the weird engine that happens when it blacks out to load, um, which is fine. I kind of I don't mind that one. But yeah, the balance seems a little off. Yeah, they tried to put positional audio in and it just didn't work very well. Yeah. Well, I don't mind it sounding different. I'm not, I'm not, if they're going to rework the audio so, to do something like that, that's fine as long as it sounds good. But I'm not, I'm not convinced that it's better no. at this point. And, and it's like, it's very clear that they've definitely fucked up the positional audio where like, if you get demoed, your engine then sounds different. <laughs> Cause it's like, how does that yeah. even happen? Yeah, that is strange. <laughs> You respawn and it just sounds different. Well, how the volume levels seem odd. You noticed when you were idling, your engine was crazy loud. Yeah, one of the one of the types of engine had a real loud idle and an almost silent, actually, engine noise. Yeah, it's very strange. So yeah, hopefully they'll fix that. Need some work, but it's interesting to see them do like core technical changes like this. It's interesting in some ways, but like. Every time they've done something like this, they fucked it up in some way. Like every time they've tried to fix the physics, they've still managed to make bugs that then require a patch. What if they either do like a significant graphics pass? But they already did the where they where they remade the car models the first time round. Oh, did they do that? I never noticed. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't have even remember that, that happened. That was like ages ago though, when uh-huh. they. And they didn't update all of the cars. They were doing like one at a time. Right. Like they never updated the Merc. <laughs> the car that I care about. Keep it as a box. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, oh, I meant like not. No, and they did they've got, do. They've got too many like stuff, right, to do a well, graphics yeah. pass now. They did like, do one update that did like a better lighting and stuff thing. Oh, you know, I do remember that. Yeah, they added some. Uh, yeah, some slightly better bloom and things. Yeah, I mean, but that game's like anti-aliasing has always sucked. Like, it would be nice for them to like put a better pass on that, mm. add some TXAA or something. Yeah, maybe. Or you know, do a deal with Nvidia and get them to implement DLSS. <laughs> uh, and then the last thing that I need to talk about is conveniently the segue into Rob, which we can talk about that Demon X Machina. Demon X Machina, yeah. So the 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 prototype mission demo turned up on Switch for free. Um, and given that I had a vague passing interest in it because it looked had it has a bit, you know, it's mech mecha fights with some stuck with some stark color style and metal and a not Nintendo esque style. Yeah, That's a, that was the main thing, of course. That was why we initially paid attention to it at all. Eve, this on Switch. Yeah. It was like this, this is weird. Is, yeah, this is a Switch exclusive, and it's like um, a mech battle shooter thing. Do you say kind of? Yeah. Um, it was just, just more. There's some, there was some styling about it that made it stand out a bit. So it's like, well, maybe this is worth checking out. Um, and I think Zach and I differ a little bit on our takeaways from it. Marginally, having now played the thing, I think it sucks. <laughs> okay, like That's just, sad. yeah, I don't know. It's just the gameplay is super boring. I think it looks ugly in motion. Like in motion, the frame rate is bad. And the setting, which may or may not be hampered by it being a demo and it may not be sequential or something like that, it's just nonsensical. And the story, things they talk about make are just badly written and yeah. not terribly acted. I'll, I'll give them, a, I, don't, I won't go that far, but it's, I don't know, I don't have a lot to 
take away from it being particularly positive. It's like the in-level music, despite being metal, is just not really noticeable. It's not cool enough. The 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 music in the actual lobby is awful. The oh dear. Uh, uh, the I mean, it's nice that you can you you know to build a character, you can be female or male, and they've got the the surgery aspect, which is kind of weird. Well, yeah, um, kind of like it seemed kind of a bit much unless that's just because it's the demo yeah because like you go through the character creator and you're like i'm gonna go make this guy and then you immediately cut off all their limbs <laughs> because that's like the, all the upgrades are just like oh you mechanize your arm <laughs> I, I didn't get that far in the tree i didn't bother too much with that stuff i changed my eyes so they glow well yeah that's like literally then, the first thing you yeah. go through the character creator and like i'm gonna pick these this guy's eyes the shape of the eyes and the color of the eyes and then they immediately get surgically replaced by robo robo eyes so i don't know if this is <laughs> Like something, but like I don't know. There's a certain like most anime body types, right? They fit very interesting stereotypes. Like, yeah. I, I made a lady character, and it's, it was interesting to see that, like I don't know, she didn't have a stereotypical anime build. You know, the way she looked and the way she held herself. It's like, it's like I don't know. That's good to see a bit of variety for once. Well, <laughs> like, I feel like they had the. You couldn't change your build. Or you have a build. Well, I think they like, probably. Kind of limited by that character having to be an actual character as well. Maybe it's not yeah. just like a, it's not just like a avatar. It's a it's a thing that exists in the game and it has to be able to do certain things. because oh, yeah, you can yeah, get yeah. out of the mech. Yeah, sure. But, <laughs> but even then, you're just like the way you know the proportions of her body and like and things like that's what I mean. Sort of not just that she like doesn't look like hysterical, stereotypical like anime character. And it's kind of well, I wouldn't have said this game is that anime really. Um, well, I don't know. It's pretty anime. <laughs> Those text cutscenes or anything to go by. Um, yeah, I don't know. When, when you're actually flying around, as well as I say, the frame rate and it was, it was super grainy looking, and uh, like as I say, frame rate was awful, um, like sub thirty most of the time. It felt like um, not really consistent. But then when you're actually like, I don't know, maybe I'm doing something wrong. But all, all I could really figure out, like, is you fly around, make an enemy come into view. So your giant auto-aim cursor shoots at it, hold down right trigger and sit there for a bit until it dies. It's like, it didn't feel like there was really much of a strategy to it. It's like, yeah, you could boost around and well, I feel like put that, your shield up if you really want to. I feel like that might also be a problem with the demo. Just like, they don't give you any weapons to play with. They give you the most generic, like, machine gun. Yeah, gun <laughs> gun that shoots at thing and some lock-on missiles that, you know, do the cool, the missiles spread out and then hit the target thing. But yeah. it's... The main problem I had was, like, you just don't get any ammo. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm I mean, sure they're trying to make you use the melee weapons, because well, that's the other get, part of the game. Which I didn't get any of. Well, you, you should have maybe found one on one of the enemy corpses in, like, the library defense mission. No. I think that was where I found one. I think I found another arm cannon, an anti-tank arm cannon, and maybe found, a different head. Well, yeah, I found a few parts, but I also found, like, a sidearm. Oh, I, I didn't find that. I initially thought that would solve my ammo problem because I was right. like, if I bring the rifle and the sidearm, I'll have effectively twice as much ammo, right? And I still run out. <laughs> so how do the pylons on your mecha work? That, you've got that's your where arc. you just put things. That's where your secondary equipment goes. So how did you switch to them? With the D-pad. I did not know that. Well, I probably, no, you I wouldn't, probably could it have wouldn't have told you that. I, I don't know if it ever tells you that. It is, there is a thing that looks like those tutorial messages in the help file, which tells you about the pylons, but I don't think that ever pops up naturally. Son of a bitch. But I mean, you could have, surely you could have just figured that my, out, right? That, 
that's what in the equipment menu you're like, oh, I can equip other weapons to my pylons. I didn't even think about the D-pad. <laughs> well, I mean, there's only so many buttons. You, and your trouble is you're using most of the other buttons all the time, which I is know. also another maybe a problem with that game. Like, there's too many controls that you have to be pushing at once. Where you're, like, trying to fly and fire and <laughs> maneuver boost. your lock-on and boost. Can you break your lock-on? How are you doing that? Well, you just, you, you just have, look at things. Yeah, but that is another control you're doing with the right stick. Yeah. Where, you, where you're not being able to push boost and aim, essentially. <laughs> Too many... I mean, it does have quite... It, unlike a lot of Nintendo... Well, not that this is technically Nintendo, I guess, but lot, unlike a lot of other games on Nintendo systems, it does actually let you fully rebind your controls. Well, yeah, there is that, <laughs> yeah. But I didn't even look at that page, no. so... Mm. But yeah... That's, that's what the pilot's for. That's, that's where the other <laughs> weapons go. Get rid of that shield, because it seems to be completely pointless. I mean, I was using it during the last mission, I think, in that demo, where, like, you know, you get the actual other Enemy arsenals next. to fight against. Yeah. And, you know, I was just holding it up, and it's like, ha, you can't hurt me until the shield explodes. Yeah. And it's like, okay, great. Really, it's just like another health bar yeah. that stacks on top of your rank health bar. And I never even attempted to do anything with I the pilot. I don't even really know how you... Yeah, I didn't even know how to get out of the mag. You have to land it and just hold down a button. Yeah, why would I do that? <laughs> yes. Apparently it's viable, supposedly, yeah. people have said. Is it like if your arsenal gets exploded, you end up in that state or something? As well? No, I think you just go down. If you're, like, you, get, you can be revived by maybe the AI. I don't know if they do it. You can revive yeah. the AI, because I did that a couple of times in the, in the last boss fight. Oh, my AI never died. Yeah. But I don't know. I didn't even. I didn't get a feel for how the combat was supposed to work. Really, like there's no flow to it. They're just sort of flying around randomly, shooting you until one of them like maybe charges you down and then fires something more powerful at you. And it's like, well, how do I properly dodge this? Yeah. And so I don't, it just. But then, like, yeah, it feels like that might be a problem with the limited weapons in the demo. I don't know. Maybe. It's hard to well, tell. If I, yeah. If I had like, a melee weapon, if maybe there was I had something more, more fancy, maybe it would be more interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It's just not. It, it feels like it needs some like. Bayonetta or Devil May Cry like combat Combos. mechanic, yeah. yeah, something in it, just something to elevate it because there's there's nothing. Also, that like I don't know about you, but I had problems with some the mission timings seemed to go weird for me. Like I'd be hanging around with no enemies and nothing was happening, and it'd be like, okay, now what? And the, even like the AI would just all stop and hang about. I remember that. Um, and, and 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 then eventually it would cut. It would cut into like, hey, there's something else on the radar, and it's like, well, good. I've been doing nothing for the last ninety seconds. I mean, I did definitely did have a couple of times where it's just like, there's one enemy somewhere. And then no, I did not. <laughs> you just have, have to fly around for a while and be like, see if it's on the radar, and then try and work out what those radar icons mean in terms of like, is it above you or is it on the ground? Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm. I just had. I just did, couldn't find anything. And, and so the AI weren't trying. They were just stood still. But they weren't helping. And it's like, what's going on? I think it's kind of unnecessary how it just lets you hang around at the end of the mission. I mean, I'm sure it's... I, I think it's so you could go loot them. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it's for. But it loot the max. doesn't yeah. seem like there's... You don't need that much time to do it. Does it. Is it a way of potentially healing up as well? Like, so you don't have to spend lose so much money on when you return i don't know whether that counts towards that yeah. money pool it's kind of i don't know spe- I, specifically because I, I got some reductions and i wasn't sure what for yeah and i wish the health was like faster 
because just having to go and stand in a health ball for like 30 seconds it's is kind of unnecessary. Just, ha- just hang about. It's so, there's just something that's not, it's just not right, is it? There's something not right about it. I mean, like, it doesn't, the technical stuff aside, it's just, it's just not there. It's just not there. I mean, it is a prototype, mm. and, and they haven't actually announced a proper release yet. No. So this could be a way off still. But if it is a ways off, it needs it. <laughs> so that was a shame. I was expecting a little more from it. I was expecting something from it. <laughs> Aww. Got your hopes up slightly. Yeah, a little. It just... It was a, it was a, it was a good first impression from those like trailers that they put out because it's like this is very un-Nintendo as Zach said it's like it's a different it's kind of a weird thing but it comes across as both too Japanese and too badly made <laughs> Boo. right uh, well, that's the transition <laughs> what else yeah. have you been playing Rob uh, I've been plugging away at God of War still um not a huge amount, I think, to add to it this this time. I haven't played as much of it as I would have liked mm. um, um, in this time. I'm not sure I'd get the... I've got, I've got to be honest with myself. As much as I like that game, as much as I think, I don't know if I'm really feeling the draw at the moment. Right. And I, I don't really understand why. I, I have a good time of it whenever I start playing, and it does have... It has that thing where, like, once I've started playing it, I don't really want to put it want down. To stop. Yeah, that's good. But that's it's always good. But it's the in like once I've stopped and I've gone to bed or whatever, and it's another day. It's the I, I guess I want to sit down and spend a good amount of time with it. And my last couple of weeks haven't meant I've had good periods of a time to ability spend to with do it. that now. Well, yeah. maybe that'll happen with all games. <laughs> now you've mm. sort of changed your uh, uh, kind of uh, routine. Yeah, what I do with my job and my routine and things like that. So it's a yeah, it's a little. Uh, yeah, it's, it's proved a little little tricky. I've, I've been wanting to jump into things that I can get a quicker hit out of. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's, such it's, as Apex Legends. Oh, so I've been playing that with Kippers. Uh, battle Royale, man. Yeah, so this is my first proper battle royale experience, I guess, other than the brief amount of time I toyed with Fortnite, and like when that first came out on Xbox. Um, and I. I really quite like it. Yep, it's it's pretty good. It is com- the the format is compelling, and Apex does Apex matches aren't as long as like PUBG or right. Fortnite. They're like they're not That's like good. forty minute epics. They're like at most about at most twenty, but you know you can mm. die a lot faster than that, and I mean, you will do most of the time. Games are longer than that it's often. Yeah, so it's. But but the yeah the formula does work like clearly because otherwise people it wouldn't be so popular right um, indeed but they they do a really smart job like I, I guess this is like perhaps they've had um, the benefit of hindsight here having looked at several other games to try this but the the they're, they're pretty good at making their interface slick like you know one of my big concerns of like playing a battle royale, battle royale game is having to stand around and deal with your inventory being completely exposed while you do it. Hmm. But they've they, like it's the amount of stuff that's on screen is small and smart enough that you can quickly do what you want to do. Like, oh, I'm carrying an ammo type I don't really need, but I've got limited inventory space, so I press I, and there's a little grid appears below the crosshair of the stuff you're carrying, and to and to get rid of it, you just right click it out of you, and it just drops it on the floor immediately. So you can do that really quickly. 
difficult once you get used to like noticing the you know uh, recognizing the icons of what you want and don't want and it really smartly shows for ammo types and some stuff that you can't use what you've picked up but you haven't got anything to use it with it will actually show a little extra like um i don't know what you call it but you know that that symbol of a red circle with a red line through it to be like right. this isn't right, right, right. this isn't a, this is this is useless to you right now Right. So you can go into that and like you can choose to keep hold of it because it's a decent attachment for a gun that you might want later if you find one, um, or it's a rare thing that you just can't use right now until one of your teammates might want it. Um, uh, or in the case of ammo, it's just like you don't have a gun that uses this ammo type, and it's just like, well, I'm just going to chuck that and make room for this fancy thing I found. Um, and it's it's really smart. It's really quick in that respect. Um, I haven't come across many talkers, which then which makes the ping function essential for communicating where you see people. Like just the whole double tap ping to say there's an enemy over there. Yeah. Even if you can't see the enemy at that point in time and do like a battlefield spot, you know, to say there was there was definitely someone in this building and yeah. just send that message to everyone. That on its own is is really cool. Right. It's crazy useful. Yeah. Super useful, yeah. Or, you know, when you're in a squad with randoms and you want to indicate where you want to go, you point it over a supply bin and it goes, There's probably cool stuff over there. And it's nice. like, Oh, yeah, that's that's probably what they meant to say. <laughs> as as we said last time, the sort of left for dead comparison is a good one. Yeah. To be able to sort of sort of say, There's stuff over here. And it doesn't leak like when you find objects, it's like you can ping it and it'll go, Oh, there's some level two armor here. But then better than that, you can if 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 you you know look at where they've just pinged i can ping their marker that they just put up to say dibs <laughs> and it's nice. like i want that yeah i mean and, the the language of it right <laughs> that you've got it's quite quick to choose these things and they all make sense right and they yeah absolutely work. it's it's smartly designed for ease of access um and and speed of doing it which is important because the speed of the combat is very fast yeah. It's Titanfall fast, you know, just without wall running and double jumps. Mm. It's like the gunplay is quick and brutal and, um, yeah, you've got to be sharp. You really do. Uh, despite the fact last time I said you are quite bullet spongy, uh, having put some time with it, you're not as bullet spongy as I thought you were having okay. watched it. You, people can take hits if they're well equipped like if they've got full health and full and a decent full shield then yeah it can be a bit of a pain to take them down but the right weapon in the right situation will mess you up mm. like a shotgun <laughs> for instance the shotgun yeah. yeah close range shotgun shot is it is going to is going to do you um I'm just uh, yeah, I know, like maybe this is just because like battle royale's new to me like I'm not really invested in it but I'm having I'm having a really good time with it cool i mean that's great um, yeah i wouldn't say it's much of a looker because it's based on their old their now fairly old source yeah. variant mm -hmm. um but it runs well on my machine it's got like adaptive fps settings so it will be dynamically scaling to make sure you maintain a target okay that's um, cool um you know you can turn off adaptive are you running super it sampling. like 140 hertz or something so annoyingly even though i've got a 120 hertz monitor the adaptive fps only goes up to 100 oh so actually choosing that rate is a bad idea for me um so i picks i i target it at 70 fps and v-sync it to 60 mm, yeah sure so i get a solid 60 out of it that never wavers um 
Uh, as I said, even with like in Titanfall 2, I had a bit of a bad experience with it. It, it had adaptive super sampling in that as well, so it would like resolution scale above 100% if you could, if you had spare cycles, but I found that dragged performance into the dirt in yeah. Titanfall 2. But here it seems to work perfectly. So I, I'm, uh, you know, my graphics card is always pushed to its limits at all times to give it, give the smoothest image possible, and it's uh, that works really well. So, you know, to Zach specifically, I think if you have performance concerns, this game's probably going to be all right. It does it does a really good job. <laughs> it might automatically it. look shit. <laughs> well, yes, it, it might look like garbage, but you'll be able to play it. Hmm. <laughs> Hot garbage. <laughs> yeah. There's there's some balance concerns at the moment like surrounding it in that the hitboxes for all the characters are slightly different based on how big and some of the characters are just big making them big targets um and there's no like health balancing for that it's like you're just a big target so the the community is shifting towards playing as the small profile characters and not giving the big guys much of a chance um which is a problem um how they're going to balance that is currently unknown um and i would say that like I don't think it's the best map in the world. Like the, the it's not huge, which isn't a problem because they're trying to make these quicker games. Um, however, what I think is a problem is that some of the geometry they reuse, like buildings and uh, and well, mainly the build the buildings, they are kind of copy pasted about quite a bit. So if you go to one corner of the map right, that's supposed right, to be right. like a sewage plant, you're probably going to find the same that's building kind of layout when it's, it's like the one map right or yeah it is a bugger you'll go to one area and have the same fight that you could have had over the other side of the map mm, uh, and i do uh, and i think that needs that needs work for sure right. fair enough because that's one that's the one thing that you know call of duty does a way better job of that than than it, than it should fortnite clearly has that down um PUBG, i think is known to use a bit of copy paste in its buildings and sure. things like that um but yeah they need they need to work on that for sure because it gets a little bit confusing. It's like, I thought I landed somewhere different, and I thought I wasn't where I was, but this building looks exactly the same and and has the exact same layout inside, and it's just like, yeah, it gets a little bit, where am I right now? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. But it's good. I'm, I'm having a fun time of it. It's it's worth trying. Yeah, there's a Especially reason it's popular, free. Clearly. Yeah, totally free, good quality, fun. Yeah. It's got a lot of for it. I mean, yeah, so it does have two two of its eight characters are behind um a paywall at the moment, but you can if you play enough, you can eventually earn enough currency to buy to, to unlock them without money. So you can go all free if you want. Uh but it is gonna take you a while. Um But yeah, it's yeah, they're they're doing alright. <laughs> That's all I can say, they're doing alright. Uh, Apex Legends. All right, what else have I been doing? I have played through the entirety of Donut County. I've forgotten how that works. Wait, is it a puzzle game? I can't remember. What is it? Can't, again? Donut County is the game where you are moving a hole around right. to to drop various. Well, you're basically just trying to swallow everything. <laughs> and there are there are some mild puzzling elements to it, but it is mostly a narratively driven experience um to put this into context i played it today in its entirety wow in t- in two hours oh okay so 
It's not big. It is, however, very good. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, yeah, it's it's got a great sense of style. It's got a great soundtrack. The 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 writing is is fabulous. It's like it it runs the that all it runs the line of being. I don't know, both modern cool in the sense that it's like like how youngsters speak to some degree, but without being too irritating or too emoji filled or too It's not dirt free. <laughs> it's not it's not dirt free. No. It's not, it's not like I have to upload this to YouTube. It's not old it's not older people trying to be cool, that kind of thing either. It, it does walk the line and I think it does get it right. Um mm, that's good. I don't know. One of my favorite things in it is like this: this text mex message conversations. Text mex. That's what you want. <laughs> there's the text mex. <laughs> the text mex. Oh god, we're getting hungry. Awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, there's a, there's a text message like conversation bit, but you can even just push this big reply button to like basically move it on. Yeah. Or there's a dedicated quack button. Of course, like, that seems to be their thing. Like, like so you can just quack at each other for, for indefinitely, <laughs> which, which is which is fantastic. I mean, donuts are known to quack, so makes sense. Yeah, it's a quack man. Uh, yeah, the story's really good. Uh, it goes it goes in some good directions. Uh, it does the whole sort of like it's it's told mostly in flashbacks, so you know where it goes, and then it has to resolve itself at the end. There's a couple of secrets along the way. Uh, it's not difficult. It's not. Uh, I th- I wish it did more with its mechanics. I wish it got a little bit cleverer and tried more things. But it is an absolutely, uh, it's a charming experience for and through. Um, and the, you know, the great, the great delivery, the music that plays during a great delivery will stick with me for some time. Sweet. Well, check it, it out if you've got two hours to spare. <laughs> man, I, it, like, yeah, because I, I hate to be that guy, but. You know, honestly, it's like had I bought it for like its full price of what about sixteen quid or whatever it is, right? It's like, a bit for, for, yeah. I, I think I would have felt a little hard done by. But, <laughs> yeah, but it is very good. <laughs> uh, and yeah, more Smash, a bit of Rocket League, as we said. That will probably do me unless I randomly have another thought. <laughs> Unless you invent something that you play. Yeah, I mean, I've been playing lots of Dropmix still, but, you know, no one wants to hear about that. <laughs> that seems to have been the theme for the last six weeks. <laughs> well, I mean, it's interesting enough. <laughs> you don't have to not talk about it. But, sure. But, yeah, I don't know if I've even mentioned what it is on here, but, like, yeah, it's, uh, it's that harmonics music mixing game. Yeah, with, with the cards. cards. And uh, uh, I don't know if I summed it up before, but everyone I've now shown it to, it's not had a bad reaction yet. Everyone loves it. But I think the general consensus is is that it's better used as a random toy for just messing with than it is a card game. Right, yeah, it's exactly. Like, I, I, I do kind of agree. It's yeah, like the card, yeah. the card game's all right, but you're, you're there for the fun of making weird combinations. Hmm. And at that, it's very good. Uh, they did Harmonix announced a new game as well. Yeah, they're making a uh, VR um, shooting gallery rhythm game because I guess they saw that Beat Saber money. Is that doing well enough to actually make money? Then Beat Saber, as in Beat Saber, yeah, Beat Saber is pretty pretty 
Oh, well, you, you know what? I don't know. Well, for a mm. VR game, it's probably right. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. It's probably one of the more successful VR games, but I do keep seeing uh, stupid tracks that people have made on Reddit. On yeah, <laughs> it does keep coming up. Uh, yeah, and I think I think they're going for some of that. And like, I, I watched some of it. They did a stream about it to, to launch it on their on the Harmonix Twitch channel, and mm. it's uh, it looks cool. Like that, like. Yeah, it, it's it's a little bit derivative, and it doesn't look like it's got enough style yet. But like, I can see that there is a there is something to just shooting stuff out of the air rhythmically, and occasionally punching stuff out of the air rhythmically as as well um, with two controllers. And you know, the patterns they're doing in time to the music do look fun to do. Uh, like they were showing some of the expert level stuff, and it's like, okay, if you nail this, this looks like a lot of fun. Um, it looks cool. It looks cool. But, you know, it's one of those. They'll probably have better music built in, you would hope, from harmonics than perhaps some of these others like Beat Saber do, where they've had to get, like, indie musicians in that. I don't know. I think, I think some people had some complaints about, like, Beat Saber's actual inbuilt music not being all that. But, uh, you'd hope harmonics might do a better job. But then I don't think harmonics' job on amplitude is all that. Like, the mm. music choice isn't great. Yeah. But then Amplitude was made on a hell of a budget, so. I mean, hell of a small budget. Not hell of yeah, a, yeah. But that's yeah, what you mean. Yeah. That way around. So that's me. What you doing? Right. Hey, how's your spidering? Um, just still spidering. Still enjoying it. Um, I haven't played that much over the past two weeks, to be honest. But I, I have played quite a few, so I'm just moving on through. <coughs> I've got pretty pretty decent at the combat at this point <laughs> mm. i can manage it now I, I mean you get a lot of upgrades like uh it's one of those games where it's a little bit wonky at first and then you unlock a bunch of stuff a little bit uh but yeah so that's all cool and yeah i still think the swinging is really pretty good <laughs> where are you at what's your completion percentage uh, because uh, no, it just tells you that straight up percent something like that oh okay yeah yeah the story i think uh what's going on um i don't know i'm i did the big chase through the city with the the, the mr negative guy in a giant truck thing of doom right like yep. a huge military style truck i'd say that's mm-hmm. probably just over halfway <laughs> So have you got to the, this is the obvious question. Have you got to any of the stuff they trailed in the, other than the, have, you must have done the helicopter fight by the Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but have you, yeah, cause that was, that's relatively early. But have you got to the Sinister Six or whatever that they showed the, like, in, the, Rikers uh, Island in the trailer? Thing, in the, in the yeah. prison. No, I have not got there yet. <laughs> yeah. See, isn't that, isn't that a little bit frustrating? <laughs> it's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I mean, it's not, the game's fault that they fucked up the marketing. It's <laughs> no, yeah, uh, yeah, but kind of looking forward to that. That would be cool. You can see it, obviously, that prison off the yeah, yeah, side yeah. of the, and it, it's highlighted as a landmark or something. Yeah, you need to deal with or photo at least. Yeah, but I'm doing some dicking around, doing some side missions and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Uh, yeah, but I haven't got much else to say on 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 it other than still enjoying it. Need need to uh, spend more time with it. Um, yeah, I need um, to go back and do the DLC. Yeah, yeah, and then and then it'll be a case of I don't actually know what's next because for because this run of games on the PS4 has been like, well, I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm doing clearly doing God of War, and then 
Red Dead and then Spider-Man. That was like, I could have told you I was going to do that like six months ago, probably. <laughs> mm. uh, so I don't actually know what's next other than like thinking about replaying Zelda. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we shall well, maybe see. Pick up, maybe pick up Horizon. Uh, well, I'd have to play that on PC. Um, no, not not Horizon. Oh, Racing. Horizon Zero, Horizon Zero, Zero Dawn. Dawn. No, I yeah. I um I saw Gary playing a bit of that, and it really doesn't appeal to me. I don't know what it oh, is really? about. Yeah, mm. something about it. Like I thought, um, the open worldness would be bright up the street. Well, I know, but like it just looks a bit like I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. Just it just seems a little bit like. Uh, derivative in places like oh this is a bit assassin's creed or this is like breath of the wild but not as good and <laughs> that, that, that's well, i find it weird to say I but I kinda, uh, yeah i know i know i think i know what you mean it's sort of a there's an as good as it looks to me like i'm still i still really do want to play it there is a certain amalgamation yeah. of yeah. it like, i don't know i i weirdly get a bit of a tomb raider vibe from something yeah. like which is not quite what and maybe that's just because of the bow-based combat. <laughs> you have yeah. the bow. The bow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, on paper, it, I would like it. But in practice, I don't think I'm into the... But maybe, I mean, maybe the bow combat is really good or something. I just, uh, I don't know. I saw I saw a Gary playing a little bit where he was trying to infiltrate a base and it looked pretty clunky in that aspect of the stealth and stuff. In, in fact, the stealth, to... the stealth seems oh. very sort of Skyrim, <laughs> which is weird. Oh, weird. Yeah. Huh. Complete with, you know, like an eye icon that opens and closes like Skyrim. <laughs> Weird. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, not sure about that. But, you know, okay. don't I, I, take I haven't seen any of that. I've only ever seen the sort of like in the wilderness hunting stuff. Right. Yeah. No, I think there's more, yeah, there's more conventional stuff in there. Um, so, yeah, I'm not, I'm not like hyped to play that, to be honest. Um, Fair enough. Uh, yeah. We shall see. But I'm happily playing Spider-Man, so I shall continue with that. Uh, I, I'm just having random thoughts of, hmm, I should play some Civilization VI or something like that. <laughs> right, yeah. I yeah. mean, supposedly that DLC that just came out is pretty is good it, for a DLC. Is it the Fix-It yeah. DLC? Yep. Does it fix everything? Apparently okay. diplomacy might actually function like real diplomacy <laughs> now. Okay. <laughs> after have, six whole games. <laughs> I might have to get that. I mean, why not? I mean, if you're going to put your hours into playing Civ 6, you might as well put, pay the extra, what is it, like 15, 20 quid or something to, to, have, the, <laughs> well, to have it up to up to speed. Well, they might sell it in the bundle pack now, right? <laughs> yeah. So you get the both for what Civ 6 launched at. So I need to watch it quick or something so I can see what the feature Because I think it looks like if it piles on too many features like the religion was already a bit much but if it's got like climate change and stuff i'm gonna start my head's gonna start exploding you see i don't i don't really mind that i've only ever played the civ games well the last civ game i came in late right so only i've only played it with everything on it yeah i think it's better to have more to do yeah so bad if it's because that'd be like a late game thing yeah late game things is good are good i think because it gets a bit like by the late game, you're like going. You've got so many cities, you're pinging around and stuff. It's good to have. Yeah, you're more, just you're just like about. clicking the next production yeah, icon over exactly, and over, and over on and every over. city on every yeah. turn. <laughs> yeah, which gets kind of annoying. I I still find it annoying how I don't know why we're going to talk about Sith now but because I mentioned it, but like <laughs> I still find it annoying how you know enemies build too many cities and then 
too close together. And then yep. if you take them over, then you can't. Then you're stuck with all these you're stuck. cities. Yeah, you're stuck with these <laughs> shitty cities forever in stupid places. And there's nothing you could do because you can't raise them because it, it's yeah, just... Yeah, not now you can't. It's just evil. Yeah. Uh, so that's classically... You kind of want them to have like a natural spread of ci- where cities could like merge into each other or something. Yeah, that if doesn't too close that they can kind of be like, oh, now these are just one city. I mean, they can practically overlap now, but um, they're still separate, technically separate cities, aren't they? Uh, mm. Which looks really weird if you have like two of the same amenity next to each other that are from different cities. I think that can happen, <laughs> which is right. kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, I um, feel like they should have just come up with a better idea because like raising a city or not raising a city yeah. like that was your only option in the yeah. past and it's like there's better there's more granular options than kill everyone or don't yeah exactly <laughs> how about resettle everyone yeah resettling or like encourage people to move or somehow so that you could then i'm yeah. sure you could do that have incentives to like because that would happen naturally in the real world it's like it's like you know, people would move to a more attractive... They would move whilst the fight was on. Well, and, well, like, if, yeah. if you had these cities where, like, the, they were badly positioned and they were competing for resources, then probably, naturally, yeah, those, mm. those people wouldn't want to live in those cities because they'd just be bad compared well, I mean, to other cities. But I that mean, just doesn't like, happen, does it? Like, well, uh, once you found The game penalises you, doesn't it, for having your cities too close because you just can't maximise the resource. Yeah, but yeah. that's not really penalising... That's just, like... It's an inefficiency on the on your level. Like you know, it's inefficient, but the game doesn't really care. But no. do, 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 does the AI suffer for it as a result? Like, are they getting worse deals? Well, it's hard to tell with Sims AI because yeah. it's like who knows how what cheats the AI is getting anyway. Yeah. It's a bit cheaty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I wish that had some kind of solution, but. Uh... Um, but yeah. just waiting for another game plus another DLC and then maybe they'll fix it <laughs> well there's one DLC wait for the so DLC of Civ 7 and then everything will be better I mean it might be a case of play one mammoth game of Civ every time a, a an expansion pack comes out because <laughs> I mean not a very efficient no cost <laughs> no analysis no maybe not but we shall see have you seen another news about games that are coming out at some point that might interest us yeah one finger death patch too. Yeah, I did see that. Although that's got got into that classic area of like it was better when it was simpler. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, obviously we haven't played it, and we've only seen the little bits of video. It'll be the same. It will just be different presentations slightly. The yeah, animation but I think, has I been tarted up a little. I think they may be putting too much animation. Where it's like it's now obscuring, even though you're not looking at the animation most of the time anyway. It's like now we're getting obscured even at that point. At that level, you're. It's a little smoother. They're doing paper, the Paper Mario thing at times as well, where they look at it, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, in an, in an odd way, it looks like they've actually like scaled back some of the terrible graphics and made it a little <laughs> well, well that would and, be like a... lent into their kind of super cheesy style, but with better assets. <laughs> sure, I mean, getting reducing the terribleness of the graphics is the one is the thing that you want, but like going too fancy might actually work against it. Mm. <laughs> we'll see, though. It does seem a bit weird that you just get like a sniper rifle. I mean, it's functionally equivalent to the bow. But, like, <laughs> yeah, that is that is slightly weird. But I dig it. 
Well, yeah. That thing. Uh, well, I think this is a podcast. Yeah, we got any the canals. Um, the canals. Canals. We got any YouTube videos coming up along the canal? Uh, well, today, in fact, on YouTube, but I haven't posted it on the Happy Sound blog yet. I've always known as a week late. I've always known as a week late. Yeah, uh, the last part of the Half Life series got, has gone up. The last so part. So enjoy, enjoy Zen and the art of quick save. Because uh, <laughs> that's the only way through Zen, right? <laughs> Well, it was, more, it was more a problem of working out what the fuck do we even do. Right, yeah. <laughs> even though I remembered some bits, some bits I didn't. And then quick saving happened. And mistakes were made. Yeah. Mistakes uh, were made. <laughs> and then next week, you can, if I get if I get my arse together and get it out in time. <laughs> get your arse together. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's currently in two pieces. <laughs> I, need to, I need to bring them together. <laughs> Make a butt clap. And then... <laughs> And then you might get a video for episode one racer. Wow. Classic. Uh, yeah, you better enjoy it. It was a pain in the ass to record. So. <laughs> what inspired that? Because Eurogamer just did one on episode one racer. <laughs> oh, did they? What inspired yeah. that was the... Son pop- of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> what inspired that is the install folder had been sitting on Rob's desktop since I put it there months, months ago. and months ago. Yeah, yeah. And we just occasionally remembered that it existed. Oh, but, like, no. Well, because we tried recording something else. We tried recording English Country Tune as the next and, and last Steam well Z. Yeah, it wasn't a very good video and it crashed and it anyway crashed. and we lost the video. So it's like, well, let's do something. Zach wasn't feeling it. So it's like, let's do something else. I'm just remembering that the Eurogamer one, they, I don't think they worked out how to boost. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. oh dear. Yeah. So well, at least we have to show them how it's done. Have a better video than that. Then. Yeah. Well, we did. It's still kind of dull, but but hey, that game. Yeah, just talk over it. <laughs> yeah, I mean the hilarious pilot names. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> exactly. Those are some good pilots. Uh, Dodd Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forget some of the funnier ones now. Dodd Bolt is actually nothing. Yeah. No, that's nothing. There's some really weird ones that the game developers clearly made up to go along mm. with the. Wasn't the one like fast man or something like <laughs> fast, fast fast race driver <laughs> like something really bad. I wish I still had the photos of the Lego models we made of the of all the weird. Um, well, uh, some pods. of them anyway. Made I made some of the pods. pods. You made, yeah, you made Team Two. Team Two. Yeah, Bagley's, I made yeah. Team Two Bagley's. Yeah, that was the best one. Abe Endicott. <laughs> cool well look out for that listeners on our youtube channel and uh after half-life make, make sure to wrap that up and uh we'll join you in a couple of weeks for another salad cast Throw that salad. goodbye <laughs> cast it out <laughs>